episode from the stands podcast week nine clint don't do it already starting out strong oh man what a tough weekend for us boys i think we've said that like the last three weeks in a row i'm just glad we're on the same page with that um jacob's still repping clemson colors i see that's good good to hear man I, I know I joked a lot about the uh, the whole CW thing and you guys playing, but I literally couldn't watch the game. I couldn't, I couldn't oh, watch same. it. You, YouTube TV didn't have it. I was like, for all the joking I was doing, I, I actually wanted to watch the game. Yeah, and I, couldn't. No, I couldn't watch it either. So I don't know how you were getting updates, maybe just through Gamecast. Clint, were you able to actually watch any other Clemson game? I don't think so, based on the group chat. I think you were. Right. Yeah, I was in the me. same boat as you with the, the YouTube TV situation. Um, so I was like just trying to catch highlights as they were like, putting them on the internet i know that's why yeah. that's why jacob i thought you had had the stream somewhere because you were actually giving us some solid updates but no i was just watching the game cast and then i ended up watching the whole highlights on youtube later right so i did i did i watched like an eight minute highlight reel but i don't know if it was because the cw the whole highlight reel like wasn't showing the score so like i had to just keep scoring my head while watching this 10 minute highlight oh thing. god oh, then you watched the same thing i didn't know that was the acc <laughs> yeah, yeah. like youtube network page but they don't do that for some reason right I didn't know if they did that or somebody in the comments was like, maybe they blocked out the CW. I don't know, bro. Damn, that's awful. It nice. It's a stupid weekend, but we'll, we'll get into that game later, uh, yep. along with the Carolina game and some other things, our local teams. But let's get in with the uh, the top 25. Uh, number, oh, speaking of the, speaking of the top 25, <laughs> the college football playoff rankings will drop uh, tomorrow, which it'll be today when, when this episode drops. So, It'll drop Tuesday on Halloween. We'll actually get the the ranking. So I know we talked a lot about Georgia um, possibly dropping based on just kind of how we played. I don't think the Michigan narrative should have any effect on that. But with Michigan having an off week this week and Georgia beating, I'd say a decent Florida team. Do you guys think Georgia's going to stay number one when the playoff rankings come out? I think now, yeah. Beating Florida like that, Florida was five and two at the time. They finally have some, you know, strength to schedule now, and their yeah. offense has looked really, really good in that game and other games. So I think now it's it's not by much, but yeah, I would think they would put Georgia one. I agree. I, had this week not happened, I honestly think Michigan had a great chance to come out as number one in the in the playoff polls. Um, but like you said, because Michigan had off and Georgia, you know, kind of whooped up on Florida, honestly. That uh, yeah, they probably kind of just held on to that one spot. But even beyond that, I think the team that's got the best resume is Ohio State. So they may even put Ohio State one at this point. I don't think they that could be wild, but I mean they could. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. I don't think they would either yet. But I guess like if they did it, I wouldn't be like up in arms about it. I'd be like, well, if they're just going with this, you know, this year's body of work and not going off last year's and that kind of thing. But we'll see. But yeah, Georgia, Georgia took care of Florida 43 uh, 20 down there in Jacksonville. I kind of thought this was going to be a much closer game. I think we all, not maybe all felt that way, but I thought Georgia would give them a little more run for their money. Um, but he look, even with Brock Bauer, shot to Carson Beck in that offense, man. Still putting up a lot of points, even without their main target. Kind of silenced some of those doubters, uh, me included, you know, without having their their main target you guys catch any of this game at all or see anything you know different from florida and or georgia i guess i, I didn't get to, to watch any of this one didn't see how graham Mertz did or anything like that go ahead bud. okay uh no i mean i saw the very beginning where graham Mertz. that's why i texted y'all in the group chat and said like wow he's lighting up that first drive i think he was like six right. or seven or something like that and yeah they, right so they scored the first florida scored first yeah yeah yep and then after that it was just georgia just took right over okay. um 
the main thing I saw from this game is Carson Beck, even without, like you said, without Brock Bowers, he's the real deal. Like he really is. He's steadily putting up 300 yards just casually. And it's like, nobody wants to talk about him. It seems like as, as good as some of these other quarterbacks like Caleb Williams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But this, this dude's electric. So that's the main takeaway, which is why we're talking about the, the playoff rankings. They may easily put Georgia one and, and keep them there. But um, yeah, this, this was kind of an, an old fashioned butt whooping in a way. Yeah. Um, it really was. It's far, the, cause the score wasn't as close as the, even at 43-20, because um, Florida put up 13 points at the very end just to kind of make it look a little better. But after that first score that Florida had, Georgia just ran away with it. So, Yeah, I agree. I, that's pretty much what I was going to say, too. Yeah, this the score, even with it being pretty a pretty big win on the scoreboard, is that it still didn't really show how this game played out, that Georgia was just dominant um, outside of that first drive from Florida. Uh, yeah, this is... I'm, I'm not really shocked. It, and this is no dig on Florida. It's just Georgia is really fine in their groove. Yeah. They didn't have Bowers. Didn't matter. Lad McConkey had a great game. Uh, they even found Oscar Delb, who was the South Carolina target for a while, who, uh, you know, we could have used. Uh, they, they found him. And honestly, he, he made for, I don't I think he only had a couple catches, but still, he looked like he was almost like just fine filling in for Bowers. Like he was making some crazy catches and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just a great Georgia team who's super deep, and it's like, yeah, they, you have the best player probably on their team go down. It didn't even matter. Uh, that's that's the difference between these teams. Uh, when you have really great teams with a, a ton of depth, it's the reason Georgia stayed at number one, and they showed it today. This is a big rivalry game, and it didn't really even look that close at, outside of that first drive from Florida. So, uh, again, not a dig on Florida. Still a great team. Graham Mertz, he's had a heck of, have a, heck of a year. Uh, definitely probably the best of his career so you know up to this point so uh yeah i mean they just ran into a, a great georgia team that's getting better every week yeah it's funny you mentioned Delp. i mean i remember when you're we in you know four-star tight end and it was it was us in georgia down at the end i thought we had a good chance of getting him and obviously goes to georgia and um dude for him to step up like that <clears throat> with bowers being out i think just goes to prove that he's going to be there you know i don't i don't think we'll see him maybe another bowers for a while but uh right uh, right yeah shout out to him man making make plays and giving giving carson beck a, another big target to get to mm-hmm. well let, let's get on ohio state and the team jacob was talking about maybe trying to make a run at number one beating beating up on wisconsin 24 to 10 maybe not as high scoring as we thought they were going to be um wisconsin with a little bit better defense than than maybe some other teams ohio state's played but man every time i turn on ohio state you know no surprise it's a marvin harrison show um i think if you know I would like to see a wide receiver, especially of his caliber, um, maybe sitting in New York for the Heisman's Trophy ceremony. I, I doubt we'll get that just the way that it, it's been going. It's always quarterbacks, but shout out to him. I know we've said it, you know, beating a dead horse plenty of times. It's the same with Bowers. You know where the ball is going to um, in the crucial moments, if not just about every single play, and he's still out there <laughs> making some crazy plays. So he uh, had a Randy Moss-esque catch there for a touchdown at one point. But yeah, shout out to Ohio State make, making a making a little play at number one, but I'm kind of with Clint. I don't think they're going to quite get into that spot. Um, you boys got anything on this game, Jacob? No, I would like to see Kyle McCord without Marvin Harrison Jr. to see how good Kyle McCord actually is. Cause he threw two picks in this game and you take away Marvin Harrison, you take away half of his passing yards. Um, literally the only team that is quote shut down Marvin Harrison was the very first game of the year, Indiana which that was the first game, so you can kind of scratch that off. But then at Notre Dame, every other week, it's been 100, and, 100 yards or more. And like 
162, 163, 160. Like this dude, I, I agree. I honestly think he will be um, at the Heisman ceremony if he keeps this pace up, especially if he does this against Michigan. I mean, my gosh. Um, but yeah, Ohio State, whenever they seem to play a decent defense, they seem to still be dominant because their defense is damn good. Um, they still be able to hang in there, but yet, you know, they just don't have that quarterback play, I believe, um, to to really go into Wisconsin and beat them 40 to 10 instead of 24 to 10. Um, and it's obviously not the receiver holding them back. It's, it's the quarterback, uh, quarterback well, in well, a way. Let's go, let's go back to his high school days, right? So he played with Marvin yeah. Harrison. So I'm assuming that Harrison is older than him. So when Harrison left, let's look at his stats in high school. <laughs> if there is any drop off, it's still not a fair comparison because it's high school, but uh, you're right. I wouldn't want to see them without, you know, without Marvin Harrison at all, because I think, like we talked about the Penn State game, I think that was the extractor. Penn State had a, a player of his caliber like that, you know, maybe um, we'd be we'd be talking. But I, I you could say that for any team. If anybody had him, obviously they'd, they'd be a much sure. better team. Yeah, I'd like to see him in New York too, man. I don't know what the chances actually are of that. Um, Clint, any shot that he he gets to New York? Yeah, if they beat Michigan. Oh, I, I think, and yeah. he, if he because because if they beat Michigan, he's going to need to have a a good game, right? Yeah, I would think. and that that would showcase him. I mean, he's already been showcased, but to to top it off with a with a win against Michigan, and I think that's like how Ohio State's going to have to do. It's going to have to go through Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, not just him, but if 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 they're relying on only him, Michigan's probably smart enough defensively to kind of contain that. Uh, but he would have to have a pretty big game uh, for them to have a chance. And so yeah, if they won that game. Chances are, if they did win, it's, he had a big part of it, and that would just catapult him right, right there to the uh, to getting an invite. Um, but yeah, uh, another name to talk about this game was Travion Her- uh, Henderson, uh, the running back for OSU. They got him back. He had twenty four carries for like one hundred sixty something yards, and I right. think he had uh, like four catches for like another forty yards or something like that. So he had a massive game for Ohio State. Does this like? Like I was sitting there looking at this game, I watched it, and then I saw the you know the end and everything. Like to me, this this changes nothing of my opinion of Ohio State. Like this is exactly how I felt about them before the game. Same way I feel about them now. They're they're not great offensively. They have some big plays because of big time players. Uh, they're really good defensively. I, I just I think no different of them. Uh, what's good for them is uh, let me get it pulled back up. They're get the coast i won't say coast because you know how that works out if you 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 slip up some but their next three games is rutgers michigan state minnesota uh that leads up to that michigan game so they got some time to you know whatever it is heal up implement some more things they want to do try to get mccord mccord did get banged up some of this game so that's something to watch out for but you know hopefully that's nothing serious um but yeah i mean they've got three games where they can essentially just kind of work on their their issues and not really worry too much before obviously that massive game that we were just talking about. So, but yeah, this is same Ohio state we've seen for, you know, they're near the whole year. So um, let's see if that can carry them all the way to a win. Hopefully if they went out the next three games to, to a win against Michigan. So we'll see. Jacob, I got a question. So you've always talked about teams looking ahead, right. And, and not looking at the team they're about to play. Is, is this a chance that Ohio state's looking four or five weeks ahead they're just looking at michigan or is this a good time for them they can change all their signals and michigan just won't pick up on it from now to then <laughs> but like clint's right i mean legit coasting is like they they could slip up here there at least have a scare i mean i think they've been scared already i mean i, I would call notre dame a scare that that's a good team but 
they've had close games that they pulled out. But how do you not just start prepping for Michigan, right? Kind of early on. No, I agree. But I think Clint said Rutgers like from past Rutgers, but they are actually decent this year. They're six and two. Well, that's why I said I don't um, want to say like Coast because like he's actually yeah. it, it could get caught. They yeah. could, um, and they play Rutgers next week. Um, so this is the one game that would scare you because it's at Rutgers. But oh my god, still, could you imagine <laughs> Rutgers? Dude, oh, what did I see? I'll, I'll bring out there. There's a chance this is a a. But it's crazy this deep into the season that this is actually something that could happen. Imagine this happening. Uh, Air Force finishes finishes undefeated. Now this was this would make a whole lot. They need a whole lot of chaos for this to happen. But since we're talking about records, I bring it up. Air Force finishes undefeated. Kansas wins their conference as a two uh, two loss team. You say there's State. a chance Oklahoma loses three games. I mean, they could. I, I don't know how this works out, but <clears throat> apparently Kansas could be an eleven two team. Oregon State and Rutgers could be eleven and two. Imagine that. That'd be the playoff. Uh, uh, yeah. Think about yeah. that. I'm good on that. <laughs> you good? I think I'm good on that. You don't like that? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not a fan. Okay. Not a fan? I'll cheer for Kansas. You don't like college football? No, you're right. I'm here for chaos, as I say. Exactly. So. But, but yeah, Oregon, so but, it would have to start here against Ohio State, and there's always a chance, but it may be hard. Marvin Harrison, you know, Gets a ticket, speeding ticket on the way there or something like that. And, oh boy! Yeah, know, from, can't yeah, show up from till running. Yeah. yeah, he runs from past running. them. <laughs> yeah, twenty five miles in a residential. In if you're Ryan Day, you're chauffeuring Marvin Harrison Jr. everywhere. Like you're not driving a lick until the season's <laughs> over. And I'm having a car in front and behind. It's like a presidential, <laughs> yeah. it's like a presidential thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I would like to see Ohio State without him one game, just to kind of see how much of a difference he makes. Obviously, it's a huge difference, but. I mean, well, wait. What game did he? What was it? The Notre Dame game. He got what game did he get hurt and he went out for a minute? Was that the Notre Dame it, game? It was either that or Indiana. I don't remember. Indiana he had two catches and Notre Dame he had three. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they want to see that. I don't think I want to see it. I think it's a pretty boring. Now with I mean with Henderson going, that's the thing. Like they got these guys. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of where they're gonna gonna you know like it doesn't surprise me that like he ran for 150 plus yards. He's that kind of guy. But, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's move on. Number four uh, team in the country. Florida State um, handled Wake Forest 41-16. Jordan Travis had a great day. Three touchdowns in the air. He had one rush touchdown as well. Threw for over 300 yards. Um, Florida State looked dominant. I know we keep saying they're kind of under the radar, if you will, just because we haven't talked a lot about them, not a lot of storylines, which is good for them, I would say. But yeah, it looked dominating in the, in the last few weeks where conference opponents have either pulled upsets or gotten very close to pulling upsets. Shout out to them for not falling into this little, maybe not a trap game, but but one that wakes a decent team um, that definitely could have got you. Uh, Clint, I'll start with you on this one. What would you make of Jordan Travis? Um, I know he's kind of, again, like falling off is the wrong word with the Heisman stuff. Just so like, I mean, to me, he had a, a, a decent day, 22 at 35, 359 yards. Like I said, three touchdowns in the air, man. They, they look pretty good. Yeah. Like a smooth operate machine on offense. Yeah, and that's like, that's kind of why you can't say much about it because it wasn't a close game, so there wasn't a whole lot of eyes on it, and it wasn't right. like a, a premier game. So, it, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it does fly under the radar. And honestly, half the time I forget they're still undefeated. I'm like, holy crap. Like, Right. Well, this is one of those games, to your point, that you slip up, right? right. Like I said, not nationally televised, under the radar, unranked opponent. Like, Yeah. Uh, and honestly, for a little bit, 
maybe one or two games this season, I thought that Florida State kind of was going to start slipping up. And it's, it looks like, anyway, they've recovered. Now, I'm not going to, you know, wake for us. You make that make of that what you will. But um, it's, yeah, still obviously a really good team. And, like, they don't have much left on their slate before they have to play Florida the last game of the year. And, honestly, I don't know how how confident I am that Florida's going to be able to keep up with them anyway. So, uh, another one of those teams where, yeah, they they, they mind their P's and Q's. They, they should finish the year undefeated. I know they have Miami. I don't know if that's at Miami. Uh, I'll have to look at that. So, well, the Florida is at Florida, um, so that may be a little harder. But that's they get Miami at home. They get Miami at home. Okay, so yep. I, I would think they're at least undefeated going into that Florida game. Now, obviously, you know rivalries. We know how that goes. So, uh, obviously, one we're going to want to watch. Considering, hopefully, Florida doesn't you know hit the give up button after this uh, this last loss to Georgia. And they still play pretty hard to finish the year. But, um, yeah, I mean, hell, I picked them to win the ACC, and they, they sure look like they're trying to. So, um, yeah, we'll see how they finish this out. I'm glad you said that because, Jacob, i got a question for you. With, with Florida State playing the way they are now and with North Carolina now losing, what, back-to-back games, is, is Florida State the clear-cut? Like, ac got to be, right? Like, I, I think for a while, they're, oh, yeah. not that they weren't the clear-cut favorite, but for a while, they were like, well, UNC is definitely going like, to pose a threat, maybe even Duke. Um, so do you think nah. it's, it's Florida State to lose at this point, for sure? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, with Duke falling off, I mean, Louisville's probably the one team that's left there that's kind of like, you know, I mean, North Carolina would have to turn it right around real fast right? because um, Miami's not looking great either. So, yeah, the clear-cut favorite, Florida State. But um, this game, yeah, this you can tell how good a team is sometimes even on defense when you hold a team three to 14 um, on third down as well, which they did the wake and um, just flat out dominated. The one thing that will be the crutch for Florida state, whether it be in that Florida game or in the ACC championship or possibly the playoff is the team discipline. Um, they had nine uh, penalties for 115 yards in this game. It's still dominated, but you're not going to be right. able to get away with that against, you know, not even in the ACC championship, but against somebody in the playoff, like a Michigan, Ohio state, or something like that. So, that's oh, going to yeah, be that, where that only be magnified in a game like that for sure. Exactly, exactly. So, um, just a cruising week for them, and we'll see what they can do from here on out. Dude, they, yeah, they man, have so many dang weapons. They like do. every time I watch their like whether it's, I'm watching the game, I'm watching the highlights, or I'm checking the boss score, I'm like, dude, they have just dudes everywhere. I'm like, my god, they. Dude, was it was it was it this week? Or I could be thinking of a highlight from the previous week where they had some. They had Jaheim Bell come in motion. I thought he was maybe going to catch a little handoff or something, and then Travis just fall like right behind him. Jaheim Bell <laughs> yeah. just lead blocker. Yeah. It's lead like blocker. Yeah, yeah. They just got all kinds of weapons. Man. Bell's, Bell's a big dude. Yeah, he's he'll throw a block for you. Yeah, um, not somebody I want to see running at me if I'm a linebacker oh, no. no safety. Oh man. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the old Pac-12. I would say you know, well, without a doubt, probably the, the best conference in college football this year. We've talked about it ad nauseum at this point, but Washington beat just beat up on Stanford, forty two, thirty three. Hush your mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah, forty two, thirty three. I mean, Stanford been you know coming up beating USC, but Stanford's sitting at two and six now. Washington's still undefeated. Pennix Jr. not the completion percentage game, I'd say if if you look at his stats, twenty one to thirty seven, but threw for four tuds, did throw a pick. Um, they didn't run for a lot of yards; they ran for less than a hundred, but got it done. At Stanford, um, I, I didn't get to watching this game, but from from the score, I would say not worried as a Washington team, but obviously going back to the 
some other games in the past, their defense is just going to have to start getting better. Um, I mean, more than likely, they're going to see Oregon again in the championship. So they, they, I think they still need to get a few things figured out when you're letting Stanford, who, look, don't get me wrong, has a good offense, but um, the last few years, Stanford just hasn't been what it was. So for them to put up 33 on you, I would say might worry you just a little bit. Jacob, is Pinnock still sitting at the top of the Heisman race right now? I think even though he's fallen off a little bit, which is probably unfair, which is how, how good he's been playing, but no one else has kind of really stepped up in the meantime. Yeah, no, I got the actually the updated Heisman odds right now. Um, so Penix is still number one at plus two seventy five. JJ McCarthy is plus three hundred. Jaden Daniels at LSU is plus four fifty. Uh, Bo Nix is plus six hundred. Jordan Travis is at plus eight hundred, and then Marvin Harrison's actually at plus thirteen. That's the top six. So Harrison's I right actually, there. I think that's hard to argue. Actually, I'm yeah. not really mad at that list, especially right. with Drake May and Caleb Williams kind of falling down. Oh yeah, and then actually next is Dylan Gabriel. So I think they got it pretty nailed there. Um, but as far as this game, uh, Penix is still going to do his thing. He may not, like you said, have had the completion percentage, and, and he finally threw another pick. I think that's what his like second or third – no, it's actually his sixth pick of the year. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, it does kind of worry me. I know this was an away game, and Stanford you know, randomly put up a, a bunch of points the past couple of weeks, um, 42 against Washington this week, 42 against UCLA, and 46 like, – Against Colorado, so I'm mean, sorry they only put up seven against UCLA. Um, but this this uh, Stanford team can put up points when they feel like it. It seems like, but um, yeah, this Washington defense has a little bit to work on um, if they want to try to come back and, and beat Oregon. Um, that's for sure. That or the they're just have to get lucky in that game and just have have the ball more than Oregon will, um, and, and that very well could be the case. But I am looking forward to that matchup again. Um, but yeah, Clint, what did you did you get a chance to see this one at all? No, I'm kind of confused by Stanford. Like, what are, what are they doing? They're actually playing okay football. I mean, coming into the season, we were talking just about the shambles they were left in. And I, I was like, man, they may be lucky to win a game this year. No, I get it. They've only won two, but that's two that I, mean, I didn't think they were going to win. And they've been kind of close in some of these games. And So shout out to them. Um, well, I, I don't know if like people are starting to figure out this Washington offense and they're just kind of like – throwing Penix off just a little bit. I mean, still, you know, he's playing fine. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting to see. We talk about the schedule, man. It's it's about to get tough, and this is going to come to show, like, all right, are they going to figure this out? Like, is Penix going to shake some of the stuff off? Is this offense going to, you know, kind of step up and get back to what they were, you know, this first half of the season? Um, because they're they're about to go through it, and they're have to earn, you know, showing up for a uh, the conference championship again. So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to watch. Like, again, you talked about Pac-12 football. Man, it's fun to watch this year. And this is definitely one of those teams that's going to be interesting to see finish out the rest of the year. I oh, want yeah. to preface this with saying that I agree with your take. It's totally, I really do. I wish somebody could say our offense is struggling and we just put up 42 points on the team <laughs> yeah. on a conference opponent. That is like, that's got to be a good feeling to yeah. have if you're watching. Well, when you that's were watching Washington earlier this year, it was like... It's almost like nobody. They oh, were that, they were playing against nobody. Too easy. Yeah, they were they yeah. were just. That's what I'm saying. That's why I agree. Like yeah, seven on seven ball that. or something. And uh, <laughs> yeah. lately, it's just like, I mean, they they probably should have lost that. What was it? Was it Arizona State? Whatever that game was. They, they, my dad, it, fifteen seven. Yeah, they, yeah. they could have lost that game easily. Um, just the last couple of games, something has looked off. I'm not sure what it is. I mean, it just could be the like middle of the year. They're just trying to get through it. Maybe some look at stuff like we talked about this. They're like, ah, can we just get? through these games focusing on these last tough teams that we have and 
you know, they come close to slipping up here and there. Not that they were going to slip up against Stanford, but uh, yeah, just definitely interesting to see. And quickly from Stanford's side, it is kind of good for them to see, for uh, even for Clemson fans and for ACC fans, because remember, they're going to the ACC. Um, oh, shit. Kinda, I totally forgot about that. The only reason I remembered that is because Clemson came out with their schedule for the next several years, or at least their ACC schedule, and we have Stanford coming to Memorial Stadium next year. That's just weird that to weird. say out loud. Um, but it is good to see Stanford, and we saw what SMU did, and they put it like 67 points really quick mm-hmm. on somebody. Um, and we knew they were a good offense. They're coming to the ACC, but it's kind of good to see you know Stanford kind of coming alive a little bit, even though they're losing. They're coming alive and, and putting up some points. So why out of all the Pac-12 teams, you guys get the two and sixteen? Because that's all that's left. <laughs> well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Legit, yeah, that is. <laughs> it was academic standards, I think, is why we picked them over like Oregon State and who uh, the yeah, kids? Oregon guys, State, you guys, who? You guys do Washington have Duke. State. Duke's got high academic standards. Yeah, dude, you so, guys are the Ivy League of the. Dude, does uh, Oregon State have it, or not Oregon State, DJU, does he have any eligibility left after this year? Do y'all happen to know? He, I don't think so. I think he's a senior. Oh, dude. I mean, in another universe. probably give him a COVID year. Right, in another universe where, yeah, they play Clemson. (laughs) Oh, my God, that would have been amazing. Thieves versus Tiggs. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Hey, they have, oh, we're going to get Oregon State, but if they lose, they got Colorado. Washington, Oregon. If they lose those games, they'll be six and five, or seven and five, and Clemson could be right seven and five. We could find them in a bowl game. You know, ESPN or somebody like that would, oh, would definitely line that up. That would be I would love it. Yeah. Now that we're anywhere close, because they're still ranked sixteenth or whatever they are. Um, they're definitely not, not going. They're definitely not 60th. going eleven and two. Yeah. And honestly, gotta, like Carolina and Clemson probably won't be in a bowl game. Just kidding. You guys should be. Yeah, Carolina won't. <laughs> well, Carolina's is going to win. We're going to win five games at least. It, the Kentucky one's the one I'm worried about. We'll beat Vandy. We'll beat Jacksonville State. We'll beat Clemson. Kentucky one I'm worried about. All right. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll yeah. Get to that. Seriously, I'm more confident in the Clemson game. Actually, Kentucky's quarterback isn't great either, so maybe I should be more confident. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. I'm more Kentucky confident. Kentucky ain't got a defense like we do. Every, every week. Clemson just give me more. Like I'm just more confident. Hey, every we, week. we can't do anything right, but damn it, we're Correct. losing by one score. Well, we can do a lot of things right and lose by two scores. So imagine least, what yeah. happens if things <laughs> just go even more right. Just kidding. We don't have. We're not gonna have. Any, we're not even gonna be able to field a team by the time we get there. Yeah. Anyway, so at this rate. Yeah. Oh man. All right. I I should be happier about this next game, but obviously I picked the wrong team. I I knew this was gonna come back to haunt me. You guys both picked <laughs> Kansas, and this would make no sense. It, it helps me with my bet with Clint a little bit. Um, I, I wouldn't say upset of the year by any means. Um, definitely probably the weekend though. Kansas beating Oklahoma 38-33. No Jalen Daniels. We talked about that being an issue, but obviously not. Um, look at high scoring Big Twelve game. I don't think it's that surprising. Maybe for Oklahoma, they're coming in at number six. They only dropped to ten, so it's not like they're totally out of it yet, right? They'll still get a, a conference championship spot, I would imagine, if they went out. Maybe outside looking into the playoff, just because they've already played their tougher opponents, and any ranked teams are going to be playing minus the conference championship game, but um. Obviously, you guys picked, I think it was a 10-point spread, I believe. You guys both picked Kansas to cover. How shocked were you, if at all, that Kansas actually pulled out the dub over this Oklahoma team? I'll start with you, Jacob. Uh, Genuinely, still 50-50. I'm not like crazy shocked, but I am shocked. 
I am shocked to see the pictures of the freaking goalpost in the river after the game. That's awesome. I would not have <laughs> saw that coming at a Kansas University game, a football game at least. So uh, good, good on them. Um, Jason Bean is still, I mean, I've said it for a while now, like he's a decent backup, like, and he's played well when he's had the opportunity to. Um, but how about this, this for Kansas? I don't even really want to talk about Oklahoma because this is like a once in a lifetime thing. This was their first win against Oklahoma in 26 years. This is their first top 10 win in 16 years and their first top 10 home win in 39 years. So just how about the, for the fans, dude, they're like, that's, that's amazing. That's a generational win here. Um, so you're not going to beat Clint in the bet, unfortunately, JC, because they're not going to lose two more games. They might. But, um, this Kansas team has been decent for several years now, and it's good they're finally ranked. What are they ranked? Like 22nd now, I think? Yep, they got pushed up to yeah. 22nd. So this is just a big win for Kansas. And I'm honestly, I'm on the bandwagon at this point. What's, what's, oh, yeah. like what's crazy, too? Yeah, yeah. All those, like, they definitely, it's been a long time since they beat Oklahoma. And Oklahoma was undefeated up to this point with playoff hopes. I mean, that was obviously a massive win. So, yeah, you're right about that. Uh, JC asked if I was surprised. I, I am a little bit, you know, with Kansas playing a backup quarterback, I am surprised that Oklahoma lost. Right. And not just because of Dylan Gabriel on the offense. It's like I've kind of been pumping up their defense some. And lately, they've just been slacking a little bit. Like, they just don't look as, you know, during that Texas game, they did give us some yardage. We talked about it, but they looked like fast and they were all over the ball a lot of the time. They just didn't look like that this game. Like can't, they didn't look any more physical than Kansas, which was surprising to me. What's right. also interesting because I, I went back and looked at some of this game and then some stats. Kansas had three turnovers and was four fourteen on third down. Yeah, they still won the game. So then you're looking at yep. Oklahoma like, what the hell happened? Like, how did y'all lose this game to a, a supposedly inferior team? And they almost gave you the game with turnovers and couldn't convert third downs yet you still lost i mean that's that's wild and i also had 11 penalties for 101 yards too who kansas no oklahoma, oh, oklahoma? yeah well oh, that, yeah <clears throat> that hurts too. um that does so yeah I, I don't know if and again we have to kind of like put this back in perspective this is like this is the second year of this venables oklahoma team like maybe this is just it coming back to you know, the average, like this is kind of just more of the Oklahoma that we probably should have seen most of the year. I don't know. Um, I do think obviously Brent Venables have this team in a skyrocket trajectory, uh, but they slipped up and they lost. Like you said, though, they're, they're not out of it. They're, they're still probably going to be in the conference championship as long as they don't slip up again. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm hoping this snowballs of three losses. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> they do. They still got Oklahoma state. They got, West Virginia have to playing be good. They got there, them. Yeah. Like TCU, even though they're not looking good. We'll see. Dude, that would be such a bad beat if if you would have to get Oklahoma. I need State a Texas, either. dude. I need I a know, Texas. I'd be sitting with two if, losses. If, dude, if I still catch if, if they catch three losses after beating Texas, Texas. Oh my god, that would be such a bad beat on my part. You also I will say this, JC. If that happens, is, you gotta throw in a red velvet cake. <laughs> I need some, I need some some bonus. Yeah, fair I enough. will say as crazy as a bet as that sounded for you to just conflict as confident as you've been about this Oklahoma saying they're going to lose three games. If you look back at their last three games, they are two and one, but they it's all one score games. Texas they they won by four. UCF they won by two, and this game they lost by five. Like I didn't personally even see that coming. I thought Oklahoma would a little bit more, like dominate a little bit more than that. So uh, props to you for at least getting that. Well, kind I said of I think I said Texas lost. and Kansas were definitely going to be two of them. Obviously, the Texas one screwed me big time. The The other one would have been a, a wild card, and I don't know if I can bank on two wild cards. But then again, I don't know. The Diamondbacks, 
you know, make it to the World Series. Hey, so hey. maybe, it may be. Uh, but yeah, dude, shout out to I mean, uh, when you talk about I almost said Brandon Bean, dude, Jason Bean. Shout out to Jason Bean, um, doing on four carries for sixty-two yards as well. So def- definitely doing it with his legs as well. Speaking of yeah. somebody quarterback and their legs, I know we talked about last week. I was thinking Malik Murphy on Texas would maybe run run around a little bit and uh, have some kind of uh, just kind of do his own thing with Texas. Maybe maybe use his legs a little bit. Not the case. He only had one carry for negative eighteen yards. So you know, one one big sack. Sound like he had. Um, but even in his first start, I believe retro freshman, they absolutely dominate BYU. 35 to 6. I thought it was going to be a lot closer game. I picked BYU to cover. I think the 17 point spread, maybe 20. I can't remember what it was. It was pretty high. But uh, Texas absolutely dominated, you know, in a game. Like I said, BYU's not a terrible team with backup quarterback. And and uh, and BYU's got Keaton Slovis over there, a quarterback, the former USC and, and Pitt guy. So not, not like a, a slouch by any means on that side. But shout out to Texas, man. Dominating BYU in a game. I really didn't think it was going to happen. Um, Clint, any, any surprise by that or just. You know, I mean, Malik Murphy, you know, did what he was supposed to do. Went up there and got a dub. Yeah, I mean, that's, I didn't expect this score, but I did think that Texas is going to be able to handle, you know, playing with Malik Murphy. And, and now, look, he didn't look great. Like, he, he had an okay game. Uh, he wasn't terrible, but he definitely wasn't like superstar status. Not that anybody was expecting that. Um, his first start, yeah, he, he had one pretty bad pick. I don't know if y'all saw it, but he was like getting hit and he was just like trying to like, still make a play and it little just fluttered up to the only defender that was right there and he just like grabbed it and started taking off his part of it being a freshman yeah, yeah. uh listen that's part of it yeah it didn't really matter texas listen they were able to <laughs> dominate they were able to handle the few mistakes that Malik made and um yeah defensively i mean they helped byu you know pretty well so uh not necessarily surprised but um i did we ever? Uh, I forget now. Did they ever say any kind of timeline? I, I'm assuming no, because they never do. I guess these days, but for for viewers, uh, never uh, never heard an official any type of timeline. Okay. Well, I mean, well, just keep riding this train, Malik Murphy. He's gonna get better. Give more starts, it'll be all right. Yeah, for sure. I think this kind of validates what I know. I've been saying all year about you know people all love to say is Texas back. Well. If they're ever going to be, this may be the year because this is not just the quarterback that's, that's carrying this team. This team is good all the way around, and I think this game really proves it. BYU, I get it, and the, the place you don't want to play BYU is in Utah. Um, but uh, that's Texas being at home and like just a freshman quarterback kind of deal, like this shows the power of the offensive line they got, the team they got. This is a legit team, so... Um, I, I even hope that the the playoff committee can kind of see that as well, even if they kind of struggle through these next couple weeks. Because if we have a fresh Quinn Ewers coming back right at playoff time and big, you know, Big Twelve championship game, and they kind of throttle Oklahoma or something like that, like I'd want to see this team in the playoff for sure. So, big win for Texas. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, we'll move back to the Pac-12. Shout out to Pat McAfee for throwing in the uh, old soaking term several times while pumping up the crowd. Did a pretty sly under the radar. It's pretty good. Quite impressive. Uh, I did I did see a little bit of game day, man. Utah fans were, were going crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't end up so well for the old Utes, man. Oregon <clears throat> um, absolutely dominated. I mean, 35-6. to six, Not even close. I think they're, uh, they're going to pretty much do this to every team just to make sure they're back in the playoff race. It looks like we're getting another 
I do. I think the rematch Oregon Washington Pac-12 Championship is going to be the most like hyped up game of the year. I would think just just based on it's going to be two probably top six teams at the time, mm-hmm. and obviously with the playoffs on the line, man. So I, I can't wait uh, for that one. But were you guys surprised at all by how dominant Oregon was, or is this kind of like, hey, look, if they play the way they're capable of, like this is just kind of you know not surprising at all. Bo Nix is like still surprised at me, and it's, I don't know why because he's shown he's very good this year. He's like yeah. between his ears, he is so solid. And this is crazy to say about Bo Nix because years past, we were, we we talked about not so smart. right. I mean, you, he was a superstar one play, and the next play, you're like, I, we might have to bench him. Like that's how crazy right. he was, <laughs> uh, so volatile. And that's like completely opposite now. He completed seventy seven percent of his passes, played really smart football, gets one of the top defenses in the entire nation uh you know obviously one of the most hyped games uh definitely this week and one of the better ones this year and he just dismantled this utah defense which is what utah relied on they yeah they they were able to make do with backup quarterbacks and stuff but that was a defense that was what kept that team together he was like what defense um (laughs) yeah and then you know bryson or what? What's Barnes? Is it Bryson Barnes? Bryson Barnes. Yeah, yeah. maybe he he didn't have a hot game. Oregon defense has been pretty decent this year. Uh, maybe he should have flopped around like he was playing soccer some more. Got some calls. Maybe it would help him out. I don't know. Uh, yeah, leave soccer alone. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, uh, am I am I poking <laughs> the bear here? My bad. Um, <laughs> all right, a lot of a lot of soccer going on in the cornfields out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah, I I am surprised. I I thought that. Um, they'd be a little bit lower scoring on Oregon side, just playing a really tough defense, and it did, didn't look like it mattered. Yeah, JC, you're right. Like this, this looks like an uh, inevitable rematch with uh Washington. That's going to be. I mean, maybe outside of the Ohio State Washington or Ohio State Michigan game, this might be one of the the, the biggest games of the year. Uh, come to the end of it. So yeah, it's going to be fun. That's true. Ohio State Michigan. Yeah. I guess I should have just more rematched game, just how exciting it was. True, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I just, and I hate to do this, but as a college football podcaster, whatever you want to call us now, I have to say this. We are just anointing those two teams in the final, and we do also have a one-loss Pac-12 USC with Caleb Williams on it. I know the defense sucks and stuff, but they could pull something oh, one out. Oh, lost, one loss in the conference. Mm. Yeah, so they're sitting okay. there right yeah. – actually, they're behind Oregon in the standings. So, like, they could have a say out of it. I just want to say that so we're not suddenly surprised if something like that happens. I do think Oregon is the best team in this conference. Um, I said that at the beginning of the year, and I still believe it now. Um, but I just I just have to put that out there. So we're No, not you're right. Like, I mean, they obviously have struggled. So, I'm in my head, I'm thinking no chance. But if they were – they're not going to win both. If they were to beat U.S. – I'm sorry. If they were to beat Oregon or Washington – I'd be a little surprised just based on how. Yeah, I would be too. But, I'm but just, it wouldn't be a, like a total shocker. I mean, you like. I mean, they were top five. Yeah, I mean, we saw how in, so. Washington's defense did this past week. Like, if they right. beat Washington, then they're all Shoot sitting out. there at one loss. Yeah, but oh, uh, you're right, man. Good point. Good point. Good point. But uh, anyway, uh, I just want to say, <laughs> finally, he just, he just blessed just, thank himself again. I did. I, I did. You. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you and Quentin but I just want to say, finally, I got you a Utah prediction right. I, I said Oregon would win this, you know, handily, and they were minus six and a half. And I think we all – I know I chose that. I, think, I don't know if we all chose that or not. But, um, I think so. I think we, think we did. Okay, so, like – Gavin did. Gavin's a dummy. Gavin. Yeah, what a nerd. What is a Ute? 
<laughs> what is it? We don't what know. What is it? We don't know. <laughs> um, more Mormon something. But it feels good to actually predict a Utah game, right? Because I feel like every single time they're just like doing the opposite of whatever we decide. Don't act like this is anywhere close to you predicting that an Iowa score exactly correct a few weeks back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can top that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really yeah. I mean, it's easy. It's way less numbers. <laughs> They'll never get to 30. Yeah. Okay, since we're talking <laughs> about Iowa, they had a bye week this past week, so they we're not going to talk about a game, but since we're talking about them, um, <laughs> you know the game that's coming up? Well, I know we'll talk about it, but I just want to mention it. You know how bad the over-under was for the last week? It was like 30 and a half. Well, this week they're playing Northwestern, and it's the record of the lowest over-under for Tell any me. game ever at 29 and Dude, a half. that is nuts. It keeps going I, oh, down. Oh, I thought you were going to say there's going to be like 17 or something. Oh, God. No, it's it like just keeps 10, going down. Game. 29 uh, yeah. and a half. I mean, it might be a 10 Hammer three the under. Game. It could. Especially, especially now that they've announced the coordinator's not coming back. He's, I mean, I, you can't say he's going to like try to, like, what's it called? Just throw the game away because he obviously can't do it. He can't get worse. Can't <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he's probably still wants like, a job somewhere. Do? So he probably will say that. It's so odd that when they do that in the middle of the year where they're like, yeah, just letting you know, this coach is going to finish the year with us. Is going to be done at the end of the year. Yeah, they're probably tired of us talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're probably yeah. right. You know, like, I mean, that we talk. I, I guarantee that's more airtime. Well, probably more me and Clint bitching about South Carolina is probably first. But <laughs> true, I was a close second. And Jacob's trying to get look. Jacob's taking over the record in the picks, and he's trying to get his Clemson rants up. He's you're number three right now. It's South Carolina. Iowa and then Clemson sneaking back Dude, the up worse the Clemson right gets, the better Jacob gets at picks. I need Clemson I to actually like step yeah, it yeah, up yeah, 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 yeah. so when Jacob could come back down uh, to earth a little bit. I need a graphic oh, for the for the top rant. Top oh, yeah. from the rant department. <laughs> from the year. Yeah. There. Oh, man. All right. Speaking of uh, spreads, Penn State, I don't know what the final spread was, but when I'm looking at it right now, Penn State was, <clears throat> it closed out at 31 point favorites over Indiana. And Penn State had to score a touchdown in the last two minutes of the game to win this one and they ended up getting a safety there at the end. So really a touchdown game versus Indiana. Indiana was just throwing bombs on the field, running past everybody. I don't know what was going on with the Penn State team. I did predict that Penn State wasn't going to... I, I picked them to cover, or uh, Indiana to cover. I still didn't think it would be this close of a game, per se. The spread was so big. But yeah, there for a while there, man. Indiana was, uh, you know, trying, trying to scare Penn State there. Uh What'd, what'd you guys make of this game, Clint? I'll go go to you first. But man, I thought they're gonna shock old old Penn State. There. This was one of the games I think I had it on the quad screen, and I was trying to like reduce my screens. And this was one of the games that like kept making me stay on the quad because like God dang it, why is Penn State not pulling away? <laughs> and then the whole game, they you know I had to keep it on. I'm not sure what we down. You know, listen, you know, conference stuff. Maybe it was something as simple as that. Um. Penn State still won. I mean, yeah, it wasn't pretty, but listen, there's a lot of teams that don't look pretty and get their their butt kicked, or they don't look pretty right. and they were undefeated and then they they lose a game, uh, aka Oklahoma or something like that. Like, listen, they still won, and I'm I'm not knocking them too much. I'll have to go back and watch this game fully because again, I was kind of like sharing time with some of the other games. Um, but yeah, good good call, JC. I think you were the only one that picked uh, IU, so to to keep it within. Uh, at least keep it respectful. So, what was the spread like? Thirty something. Thirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Close. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah. I this one I really think that not because it didn't cover thirty two. I think the way it looked on the field, this really hurts Penn State more than it. That that's a good take. I know. Like yeah, you're right. If you really watch that game, yeah. 
it really hurts them for any kind of case to obviously it's going to be a tough road for them to get to the Big Ten championship now. And if that's even possible, I think it still is. But um, like it's going to be real rough to for that. And then definitely a long shot to get to the playoff. And even, I mean, if they keep playing like this, they could lose again. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they just got punched in the mouth so hard by Ohio State. It just carried over to this week because the defense definitely played good against Ohio State. Um, and they gave up 350 yards to a 2-6 and six Indiana team. Um, I think what we talked about before is just the lack of explosive plays that Penn State, they just don't have. Yep. Um, I think they ran 20 more plays than Indiana or something right around there. And so they had the ball for 10 more minutes. They ran more plays. You feel like they would be able to pull away in this. They got the bigger, better, stronger athletes, and they just don't have explosive plays. And I think that's just what it is. So Penn State's got a long road ahead of them um, to try to make a good bowl. Um, they got at Maryland. Michigan, Rutgers, which we talked about was okay, and then Michigan State, whatever. So, um, so they got Michigan at home. Michigan at home. Lose too. Yeah, the thing is at Michigan. Yep. Okay. At Michigan. Well, if if Penn State beats Michigan, Michigan beats Ohio State, then you got that trifecta thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a long, long. I do have a question. I'm glad you brought it up because I I just like picking people's brains about this. What exactly does it hurt for Penn State that they didn't win great this past league? Like what? I, I get it doesn't look great, but does it actually hurt anything? By the standings, no, I guess. Because right. no, they but didn't I mean just drop. in general, like I think if just, this was I think if this was like the last week of the season before they're trying to who's gonna get a playoff spot, then the eye test matters. I don't know if they're gonna go back at the end of the year four weeks and go, well, eye test wise, Indiana wasn't great. But I but I see what your point is. Like maybe for the playoff rankings they might drop a couple spots that's coming out tomorrow. I'll say, well, damn, Indiana just Really, should have right. If this if this was like the the last game or two of the year, and if we're getting there, so I agree. I'm not knocking what you're saying. I you know this is just kind of like one of those. What do you value more, like wins and losses, or how they actually look during the season? Because it's it's, it's like, not the, like I a tangible it. thing. It's just right. Like a, that makes sense. But if you watch to me, it's a game, combo of both. Like, if 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 Penn State wins out, and I don't think they beat Michigan. I honestly don't even think they have much of a well. Let me not say much of a chance. But I no. I mean, based on based on the Ohio State game, I'm with you. Yeah. So. Right. But if they win out, nobody's gonna be talking about this this game. They're gonna be talking about how crazy it was that Penn true, State won out the true. rest of them. Uh, but to your point, this could be an indication of maybe Penn State. Like, what are they are they slipping? Uh, so I was just curious. I'm not like saying that was a bad take. I was just saying, like, what y'all's yeah. mindset on that? Like, how do y'all think about it? Because it's I, it's it's curious to think about. Like, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. But like, if you say they went out and then they're sitting there at eleven and one, and they're playing, you know, Ohio State again in the Big Ten championship, and they lose by like seven points, that game against Indiana really matters. How they play at Maryland next week really matters. How they lose or win against Rutgers um, really matters. Well, if, if they look like this, it's not a conference. But, but, I've, I, but I've always been back and forth on that because to me, sometimes it's like, look, sometimes you have an off day, or sometimes the other team plays good. So it's like to me. A win is a win is a win. I get it. Some things are, are ugly compared to others. And I'm not disagreeing with you. I would love to just sit in the, the committee's meeting mm-hmm. and just see how they how they round table that and see what their point of view is. Yeah. Like, and you have to. How, I, how much I is it? How, what have you done for me lately type thing? Is that is that yeah, what it is? But it's a whole like resume that? thing. And like I look at it like there's only four spots. So you have to be that peculiar about every little thing because there is only four spots. When you have 10 one to two lost teams and you know air force sitting there possibly 13 and 0 in the year too like you have to really kind of 
nitpick that much, but um, I, I get what you're saying, Clint. Though that too, and like every every team has close wins. Like there, I don't think there's a single team in the entire nation that doesn't have a close win that they maybe could have lost. Uh, probably including, Michigan, including right Jordan. Now. Okay, maybe Michigan. You're right. Michigan's Michigan's probably yeah, the you're only right. Good one. Call. Outside yeah. of Michigan, though. Uh, and listen, there's time for Michigan. Like you never know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. There's time. Um, and maybe it will take that Ohio State game. No, I, I, but, I think you're right. I think it is a, a combination. You have to take it account for both. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we do talk about it. We say, well, look how we've talked about it. Michigan has dominated every team, and I think, and I think there is saying. something to be said. And for I think it's going to be okay. evident when they come out with this uh, the, the playoff rankings because I don't think it's going to mirror the AP poll, and I think it's going to be to that point yeah. that Jake was making that you kind of have to look at the eyeball test too. So, I think you're right. That's what I'm excited for. I know mm-hmm. it's a it's going to be a whole thing. I'm not going to show until seven o'clock. They'll probably won't release them until nine or some stupid thing. But yeah, um, one at a time. One every they'll, ten they'll, minutes. They'll get, they'll get everybody watching for sure. All right, well, let's let's stay on, uh, or let's get back to the Pac-12. I guess um, another. I would say it's an upset based on the rankings. Not that surprised. I'm going to get the quarterback's name right this time. Give him his respect. Arizona, uh, hosting number eleven Oregon State. Fafita got it right. Balls out. Two hundred seventy-five <laughs> yards, three touchdowns. He did have one pick. Um, look, but a, a back and forth game goes down to the end, and uh, I think I called Arizona outright. Which, it, it, dude, I, I don't, I don't know what they got going on over there, but something in the Arizona water is working. And they've, uh, I mean, they easily could be looking at right now seven and two with a win over USC on their resume as well. Honestly, eight and one, they lose by Washington by a touchdown. So I hate to do the whole what if, what All if right. we're only one like. Because you're going to give me to a tangent about no offense, Jacob Dabo keeps saying that they're three plays away. You guys have four losses. Like yeah, it's worse. Than that. Like yeah, that, that what, math doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's 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 what I'm saying. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, legitimately looking at this team, how they played recently, they they lose to Arizona. I'm sorry, they lose to Washington by a touchdown. Lose to USC by two. I'm not going to talk about that play anymore. They dominate Washington State, and then they come in here and beat and beat Oregon State. So. Um, a pretty solid team. They got UCLA next week. Then they got Colorado. Then they got Utah, Arizona State. This team, I think, I don't know what they, they're in the top 25 now, I believe. I'm not sure where they're at. but They're actually not. Really? Even after that win? Yep, they're not. That makes they're no sense to me. I, I was going to say, um, it should be 6-3 and three now, right? Oh, they're only 5-3. Nope, that's 8, yep. Five I would three. say if they keep it up and they're able to win out, definitely finish the season top 15. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. If, if I mean, They've they've already gone through the hardest part of their schedule, but I'm not I'm not that surprised. I'm not high on DJ like Clint mentioned his five star recruit. Nah, I know you're being facetious <laughs> about that, but uh, what you guys think of this game? I actually did stay up and watch it. Uh, Jacob, I'll go to you. How how'd your old DJ lose this one? <laughs> How did he lose this one? Heard that one before? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, th- there's. This Arizona team, I think we know they're good because well, what do we find out like a week or two ago? Pete Carroll's son is the offensive coordinator. Oh that's yeah, right. I forgot about that little nugget. Yeah, of info. I think that's why they're pretty good by yeah, accident. Dude, that was from, so funny. You were like made a joke, and it actually yeah. turned out to be the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah who, like, Carroll, you found that joke, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, oh, I looked him up because I was mad at his his yeah. dumb ass play yeah, call. Yeah. I am going to get into it. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. how I got this. Damn exactly. That's wrong. I think that, and I think this team's been now they got eight games played together. I think Noah Fafita is really getting uh, a solid. He's getting to know this playbook very, very well, um, and it's just rolling right now. Um, Oregon State's always been like right there. They've been good, but they haven't played a whole lot of uh, people yet. Um, 
They lost to Washington State by a field goal. But I mean, other than that, they they played Utah and beat Utah, UCLA. So, I mean, this Pac-12 is just ruthless. They got even Arizona down there with two two, and they only have two Pac-12 losses. The third loss is uh, um, who did you see? Mississippi State. So they're not oh, yeah. necessarily in it, but like that's actually kind of a surprising little thing. But um, yeah, th- this Arizona team surprised us so far. So um, be excited to keep watching them. Dude, I- I'm pissed. I uh, I'm pissed. I doubted Arizona. We've been talking about them this year. Just solid, mm-hmm. such a good team. Um, yeah, uh, they caught. Caldwell going to say slacking. Now, I won't say the Arizona rest of their schedule is super easy. They still got to play uh, UCLA and Utah, both pretty good defenses. Um, yeah, Oregon just made Utah look silly, but that's Oregon. That's that's Bo Nix. I don't think Arizona's necessarily that. So it could be, you know, a tough, you know, last few weeks of the year. But God, dude, I would pay good money for Clemson to win a few more games and for Oregon State to lose a few more games and that'd be the ball batch of I would boy I I would tune in just us we don't have to record I just want to see Jacob's face watch the game that's I wouldn't even look at the game myself I'd just be watching you uh live stream (laughs) so yeah Um, that's what we should do we just need to live stream watch the game just have a little watch along with us that would be (laughs) phenomenal oh man well that's all I had I I I didn't watch too much of that game, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, awesome, awesome win for Arizona. And shoot, man, like you said, JC, they could be ranked here later. Uh, one point to make. I had to look it up real quick. The post of the, the last game we just talked about, Penn State, Indiana. To your point, Jacob, to you know, I'll give you your props too. Indiana had a post game win expectancy of seventy percent. So, uh, yeah, the Indiana, you know, was projected to win a lot of that game. Um, not to take away from the Arizona Oregon State game, but uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, it was a good point. Appreciate it. Full of good facts. Give yourself a good point there. Good point. Yeah, go ahead. Good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I don't even recognize to do that. No, I'm. I think it's the first time you did it. Kind of. It is, but I'm, but I'm all for it. Like, I think, <laughs> I think more often than not, we should give ourselves pat on the backs because we're probably not hearing enough from the people that's around Cheers you. So you know what. Yeah, cheers to yourself on that one. Yeah. Oh, you got we'll a tall glass okay, of water. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Just put that out. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, healthy dude, kids. Be healthy. Probably kids. straight vodka. He's just got a huge <laughs> glass. Like, yeah. I need a vodka. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. Speaking of it, just means less. Uh, I'm not even gonna talk about this game very long because there's no point. Um, Ole Miss 33, Vanderbilt Cranes too. Just kidding. They score a touchdown. Um, but Ole Miss dominate on offense, like we talked about. Easy for Lane Kiffin. He's playing versus fifth graders, and uh, he just dials up some good offensive plays. So, quick one on that, you know. Yeah, sixty yards passing for Vandy. Yeah, that's that's all. You that do. won't do it. That nope. will not do it. Nope. Oh man, my, ball game. My poor Vandy team, man. My soft spot. Your? They're, they're getting me. I, I need them to. I need them to finish strong. Yeah. I wish Malik Wright would have stayed there, not went to Mississippi State, because they were yeah. looking decent when he was there. You know the only reason Vanderbilt's still in the SEC is because they have high academic standards. Look, we look. Why we do you need some of that? SEC? SEC. That's why you guys are getting Stanford, man. You're trying to be smart and all. <laughs> we have a bunch of smart teams. Yeah, dude. So we're just adding to it. And you're trying to get Notre Dame, 
And y'all should relegate freaking Vanderbilt. Don't worry about it. The reason we're number one for everything, okay? Because we get the best athletes. Y'all can have and Vanderbilt. We don't really <laughs> care. No, it's none of y'all taking yeah, Vanderbilt. Actually, yeah. <laughs> y'all can have Vandy in the half-ass stadium. No offense, Vandy. God, if y'all took Vandy um, and they won like seven, they went seven to five. That would look that, they would probably bad. Hell of a year. Yeah. I would say that would happen, but like all the lower teams that are in the ACC are like doing good now, like Duke and Wake and all this. So like, mm. can't really talk. And Miami's actually somewhat decent now. Didn't it, didn't Vandy too uh, have that quarterback? I think he got hurt, right? Was it a Swan or something like that? I I, I, I get these names mixed up so much. Vandy started the year with a different quarterback. I know that. Um, I have to go. Look yeah, I don't I'll remember that. Right. Uh, they had Mike Wright. Isn't he transferred, right? Is it, or is is it Mike Wright? I keep saying Malik Wright. Is it Mike? Yeah, he's the one that went Mike. to Mississippi State. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, he do dual threat good athlete. I know he's got some playing time with Will Rogers kind of getting banged up, but yeah, they, yeah. they were actually yeah. kind of a, a scare on offense. I'll have to look back into that. Yep. Um, My bad. I'm good. No, no, no worries. They used to have Jordan Rogers and then Jay Cutler, so they got a little bit of tradition. Gone way back. Jay Cutler went to Vandy. <laughs> yeah, he went to Vandy, dude. Come on, man. <laughs> I didn't never knew Can't that. Can you tell how smart he is based on his like sideline Yeah, he went mannerisms? to class with a cigarette in his mouth and everything. My God. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, Hey, another uh, another dominating game. Kind of surprising. I know we talked about their offense being slow. Number 14 ranked Notre Dame hosting Pitt 58-7. Estimate ran for 100 yards. Pittman. Uh, Pittman. Uh, Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> Hartman did this thing on offense. Sam Pittman's uh, quarterback? But th- this is the Notre Dame team that we've kind of g- thought they were going to be, maybe. Being able to score this many points, they haven't really done it, but shout out to them for absolutely dominating uh, Pitt. Oh, that might be the low ACC team this year, I guess. Just Pitt. Oh, it definitely is. That's one team that's <laughs> actually below Clemson. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. I, and I... I I don't want to, again, I don't want to say I call this. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, even though y'all told no, good me point. to. Oh, do good it. Point. Say it. Do it. Take but, a big gulp of that vodka water and you <laughs> tell us how you feel. But this is a big a big spread for, you know, who Pitt has been over the past couple of years, and it was 20 and a half. Um, and I was pretty confident saying that they would, Notre Dame would cover that pretty easy. And they did. I wasn't expecting 58 to 7, by any means. Right. But, um, and that kind of scares me. Well, let me not sugarcoat this. It scares the hell out of me for Notre Dame coming to Clemson next week, um, because we could do this that. if we wanted to. You, we you could not do this if we wanted to. You see this spread? For it, I saw it opened up at uh, Notre Dame plus one. I'm like, the fuck are these I, dudes oh, smoking? I, I saw this two is, and a half. I saw two and a half, which I thought was crazy. I, yeah, I thought like Notre Dame should be like probably favored mm-hmm. by like ten. I I think it'll go to like I think it'll go to six by the time we do our preview. Actually, be, that's a big yeah. jump though. I'd say between five and six by the time we do our preview. I mean, maybe they know something better than I do, but like. We'll get into it then. Yeah, we'll get into it at a different time. But um, yeah, Notre Dame looked really good. Uh, Sam Hartman, he Not almost Pittman. made me do Sam it. Sam almost Arkansas, made me do it. Arkansas coach. Um, he's, he's, completion percentage was good. Yards was good. No touchdowns, though, and two picks. Um, my bad. Yeah, not- my bad. I messed up on that. I thought he, had, I thought he threw a pick, but I, I didn't realize he didn't throw any touchdowns. Yeah, no touchdown. He threw two picks. Um, that's not going to be good enough for Notre Dame. They could do that and get away with against Pitt, but um, and they. But how does he hell. do that and they score fifty eight points? That's crazy. That is crazy. Notre Dame's a good team. I mean, you saw they held you know Ohio State to the very last play. Um, I mean, yeah, so this, they had 12, 11 guys. They would have won. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Um, but Sam Hartman's got to kind of get it back together and play like he did the first like three or four weeks of the season if Notre Dame's going to have a chance because they they're seven and two so they got what 
three games left, which is crazy to say, but only three games left, no conference championship games. So if they're they're ranked 14th right now, I believe. Um, no, no, that, they're ranked 14th in this game. They're 12th now. If they're going to try to make any kind of playoff push, they get, need a lot to happen ahead of them, and they need to dominate like they did today against the rest of the um, competition. And uh, for you know, unlucky for them, Clemson sucks this year, so they needed Clemson to be like really good, and they were probably banking on that. But all they got now is Clemson, Wake, and uh, Stanford. So they almost have to, you know, beat these teams by thirty, forty points to to make any kind of leap towards that playoff positioning. So. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. It'll be. I'm not surprised it opened at. Nah, I kind of am. So even at two and a half, one's kind of crazy. But I, I can, I'll stop bringing that up. But, um, Clint, you got anything on Notre Dame before we move on? I'm just trying to figure out what the hell they want to do this year. Like, are y'all gonna be awesome or not? Figure it out. I think I think it's a case of when they face like mediocre defenses, they look incredible. Like. They have no issues when they finally face, like we saw it during the Ohio State game. Louisville, even though not a defensive powerhouse, Louisville looked crazy defensively that game that uh, Notre Dame played them. I think when Notre Dame plays strong defenses, they kind of fall apart. Maybe not fall apart. That's a little strong word, but they definitely are not clicking all cylinders. Maybe that's why it goes to show the spread for the Clemson game next week. Maybe that's the case. So I guess we'll see. But yeah, Jesus, 58 points. Sorry, Pitt. Just a week, week by week basis thing. Um, all right, we'll stick. Well, who did we just talk? Honey, dude, I'm losing my mind already. We'll stick with the ACC. Number seventeen, right? North Carolina coming off a loss to Virginia. Um, dude, this is not Virginia. Oh, almost be another. Be almost be Miami. That thing had to go to overtime. Um, damn, Georgia Tech, forty six, forty two in an upset. Look, I've heard some rumors about Mac Brown possibly retiring this year. Mainly, like he came back to North Carolina. One of the teams he used to be the coach for, get the program back up and running, and then let somebody else younger maybe take over. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not a North Carolina insider by any means, but I don't know if this helps or hurts his cause. It's like if he's he's going to want to leave because of this, they're falling back apart, or he wants to stay and figure it out. I mean, this is only their second loss, but I'll be a back-to-back losses versus a Georgia Tech team. Not a great team, but as uh, Jacob has so kindly informed us, crazy good offense. Uh, at least stats wise for this year. Yeah. But what do you guys make of uh of this? I, you know, North Carolina was, every, they're right back in the in the thick of it. I know Tez Walker got pretty seriously hurt. I just saw a notification like a few minutes after they had the whole, and it was in commercial like twenty minutes, and uh, they just said he was aware. So like I don't know what that means. I don't. That's pretty low standard to just be aware mm. at the hospital. He's so, breathing. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what happened with Tez. Um, but Jacob, yeah, what's going on with North Carolina, buddy? Thing I did not hear that. That's um, <clears throat> that's unfortunate here because he gets what two, three games in and then gets hurt like that. Wow. Um, honestly, these teams are it's a Spider Man meme, dude. They're like just sitting there pointing at it like, oh, you don't have a defense. Oh, you don't have a defense. Right, wow. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I, and I told JC this too. I feel like the couple like last year when we saw Haynes King at A and M when A and M came to play to uh at the Carolina Stadium, I, I, I was like, dude, that dude actually looks really good. Like he has a lot of arm strength. He's pretty accurate and stuff like that. I, I see he looks, you know, like a, he, he doesn't look like average quarterback. He looks like he'd be kind of an above average kind of guy. Um, and now that he's doing it at Georgia tech, I think he's definitely earned that. He's definitely above average. Um, we've seen he's made Georgia tech and they've been trying to implement a new offense, getting away from that triple option. Um, and he's kind of taken it and 
done better than Clemson. <laughs> but God. Um, but this North Carolina team, their offense is still fine. Like Drake made 300 yards, two touchdowns, and he ran for another 50 yards and a touchdown. Like their offense is fine. It's just this defense is just falling off the face of the planet on um, these last two games. Yeah, the stupid defense, man. I don't understand. Yeah. Where was the stupid defense at the first game of the year? Because their D-line was playing like they were all yeah. trying to get sacked like 20 times. That's, like, okay, not to cut you off, Jacob. Sorry, you can continue your point. No, go for it. But yeah, no, like, go for it. this was like, and I mentioned this several times, like, hey, is, U- is UNC's defense ever going to show back up to what we saw the first couple games of the year? Dude, it not only is it not yeah. showed up, it's like hit a hit a 180 and said, no, we're going to give up as many points as we possibly can. I don't really understand. Yeah, pat yourself on the back for that one. Yeah, yeah, good point, Clint. Um, dude, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> let's go. Where's where's uh? There's my water. It takes my water too. Hey, y'all just want to be like me. Ah, let's go. I do. Hey. When I grow up, dude, I'm gonna be like you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. To your point, Jacob. Like, <laughs> yes, everybody pointing each other. Like, who can give up more points? You? No, I can. And then some other team can. No, we can give up more points. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's 1,200 yards in this game given up. God almighty. That's insane. Yep. Dude, so. Georgia Tech didn't even need Mario Cristobal to get that one. <laughs> yeah. So, for North Carolina, I, they got Duke. You know, they got Campbell next week, and they got Duke, Clemson, and then NC State. Um, You know, you feel like Clemson, NC State should be, obviously, easy wins, but they should be able to handle both of those teams. Um. And Duke, honestly, with the way that Riley Leonard that that was unfortunate. We were I was kind of hyping up that game all year long. I was like, dude, wait for that basketball game. Like freaking the football game is gonna be awesome. And then it seems like both teams have just fallen off a little bit. So um we'll see what they can How do. How nervous are you about this? Uh I know you got uh Clemson has Notre Dame next, but then you played Georgia Tech. How nervous are you about about that one? Dude, our schedule has turned into something I'm scared of. You said it was a gauntlet. It's full of beginning traps, of the year yeah. preview. You said gauntlet. Yeah. Booby yeah. traps. Left it's and right, not man. legit like a gauntlet. Like we don't have like freaking like you could on the NCAA football. Georgia, you could just take Florida, off everybody and put like top five teams in Tennessee, Kentucky. Dude, it's A&M. turned into a <laughs> Shut up, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. This year may be better than that. Hey, <laughs> I'm calling kidding. it now Georgia Tech upsets Georgia last game of the year. Boom. Let's go. God, I would love that. On the same day we beat Dude, Clemson. the state of Georgia would burn <laughs> to the ground yeah. if that happened. If Georgia dude, Tech beats Georgia. Atlanta is going to be. Dude, if Georgia Tech beats Georgia, I might drive to Atlanta and party. <laughs> dude, I, <just, laughs> I want to be in that. Yeah. I want to be right in the middle. Oh, my dude, God. That would be. That dude, the Nate, dude, really? Clemson's. Go ahead. No, I was just going to the whole nation would drive to Georgia. Oh, yeah. For a night, it'd be the most populous area in the, the world. Like, it. There'd be so many people I don't there. think Atlanta needs any help with people going on <laughs> yeah. <doing> crazy things. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. All right. This this next one surprised me, I'm not going to lie. Duke, ranked number 20. Louisville, ranked 18th. Louisville won 23-0. Riley Leonard did play. I didn't get to see it. I did see another quarterback had, had some stats there as well, so I don't know if he... How Riley Leonard looked. I don't know if he was able to be mobile at all. I don't know if he re-injured himself. I don't know what the deal was, but this 23-0 game was not uh, not what I expected. Look, Louisville's got a pretty a pretty decent offense, so holding the 23 points I think isn't bad for, for Duke in that defense, but you can't even put up a single point on the board uh, is what surprised me the most. Um, Jacob, I'll start with you on a, another. The, the only other top uh, or two ranked teams playing each other this weekend. I look at this game, and I just basically say, Louisville, go give Florida State hell. 
y- y'all got a few weapons, y'all can maybe go give them hell. Um, cause that's all, all the ACC's got left. Cause, right. um, Riley Leonard, like you, like you were talking about JC, like he should not be playing right now. He's got probably the exact injury that, um, Brock Bowers does. And Brock Bowers is like done for the year. Cause he's getting like that little type rope surgery done. Riley Leonard may could have almost had the same kind of procedure. Um, so he should not be out there. And it, and it shows in his stat line. It shows how he plays. He's almost scared to, to get hit sometimes, especially low. Um, he just should not be out there. So that, that, and he was the heart and soul of this Duke offense for sure. Um, now the Duke defense is, you know, I mean, to only hold Louisville with this, with these weapons to 23 points at home, actually not terrible. Um, but maybe Louisville just did, wasn't trying to score that much because Duke could not get anywhere close to scoring. Um, to get a goose egg on the scoreboard is kind of sad to, you know, where Duke was at to start this year. Um, so it's sad to see that, but we do need to give a shout out to, uh, like I said, Jamari Thrash has been lighting up all year, and Jahar Jordan has been lighting up all year. He uh, ran all over Duke, 21 carries, 163 yards, two touchdowns. Um, those are the two guys I was talking about. Y'all two, please go get Florida State hell. Um, I know Florida State is littered with talent. They got all kind of talent all over the field, um, but those two guys have a chance to go and do that at Florida State. So um, I don't want to say Duke is done by any means, because they only got three losses. Um, they still have a slight chance to make it to the to the championship game. But um, they got Wake, North Carolina, Virginia, Pitt. So th- those are three. Three out of four should be a win. And the way North Carolina is looking, who knows? So they could win out, um, and then they may have a chance still. But I think Louisville will go to Florida State. We'll see if they can pull an upset. To your point, Jacob, about maybe Louisville not trying to – Scores much. I, I think that actually was kind of the case this game. Um, Jeff Rom is actually known for this year having pretty high tempo offense with this this Louisville team, and it's almost like mm-hmm. he was like, Let, "Let's try, let's not do that this game," because it kind of was it the Pitt game they lost? No, who they lose to? Uh, not Pitt. Uh, Louisville. They lost to Pitt. It was, it was Pitt. Pitt. Yep. That's right. Okay. Um, yep. It was at Pitt. Yeah, and, and they threw some picks. I mean, it, they didn't look great. It looks like he made adjustments. Like let's let's slow us down a little bit, especially against a Duke team that's not gonna you know have a great chance of scoring a ton of points with the injured quarterback. Blah blah blah. And what an incredible adjustment! I mean, props to Jeff Brom and that coaching staff, able to kind of you know change it up a little bit and adjust to their opponent. And obviously, it paid off. That Duke didn't score a single freaking point. Um, they ran the hell out of the ball, and that's impressive. That's I like seeing that because, especially in the situation that you know us three are in, where we're looking at our coaches going, "What's going on? Like, do you suck? Right. Like, are you going to turn us around?" And see coaches like Jeff Rom, who are like very, you know, cerebral and able to make adjustments like that, uh, game to game, and to do do what it takes to put their team in the best possible situation to win these games. Um, yeah, you're right. Maybe they can give uh, Florida State a hard time, even if they beat Florida State. Wait, wait, wait. When did they? Do they play them in the regular Louisville? season this year? Florida State. Louisville, no, they skipped I mean, out uh, on everybody. That's they had a light schedule. That's right. So they, they would only see them in the uh in the championship if it turns out to be that. Okay. Right. Yeah, and we'll see. Hey, <clears throat> I mean you, I know we've already talked about it before, but you said in the preview about their week schedule, but I think early on the year, undefeated, and we're thinking, okay, maybe they're not that good. Beat Notre Dame, okay, maybe they are good. Lose a pit, eh. 
and they're still getting it done. Um, no, yeah. So yeah, it actually. I, 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 I'll take the I L on that one because yeah, they did have an easy schedule, but they also they looked really good. They're they're definitely as no, good I, as they I was, look. I was with you. I was yeah. with you on that take a hundred percent. Like yeah. bad bad point, Clint. Definitely. Bad point. Uh, it's okay. Take it's okay. it off the chart board. My bad point hasn't totally come to fruition yet. <laughs> well, kind of, kind of, kind of. Well, that and you we, thought we, Oregon State was only going to win like two games all year. Like you lost your yeah. mind about it. They have, they have, they have a higher chance of being seven and five than eleven and two at this point. I mean, how many wins they have right now? Six. <laughs> still, still, it's better than two still, wins. Still, yeah. still better than two yeah. wins. Um. Well, speaking of low numbers, uh, Clint, I'll start with you. Air Force, thirty-two yards passing oh, doesn't man. matter. Dub City. Let's let's go. Dub City. Triple option. Thirty to thirteen oh, over Colorado, oh. Colorado State. Baby, watch out. Rank them. Keep them ranked. Rank them <laughs> number one. Georgia sucks. Who wants Michigan up there? You want to see? You want to see the Falcons. Falcons? That's who you want. I got a clip, uh, question for you, Clint. If Air Force goes undefeated, twelve and 0, 13 and 0, whatever. National champions. Is it treason if we don't put them in the playoff? Yes, dude. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not. Listen, kidding. they'll activate me because we'll have to go to war with our own country if we don't put. Thank I'm you. Just kidding. Exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, it's just in an F-16 dropping footballs down. Did that happen? Oh, well, geez, yeah. Uh, just <laughs> spirals all the way down the field. Listen, if I mean that would do damage—a spiral coming from an F-16 that high in the sky. <laughs> it's that would probably kill somebody. It's going to be like the yeah. the UCF talk from years ago when they went undefeated, and. Now, UCF was way more high-powered offense. Nothing's going to be uh, that annoying. No, it won't be that annoying. But it w- you're definitely going to have people out there that are going to say, well, this undefeated team, again, it goes back to this conversation we were just having a little bit ago. How much do you value the wins? How much do you value the eyeball test? If Air Force is undefeated and there's some one-loss teams, maybe even a two-loss team in the, the, the college football playoffs, there's guaranteed there's going to be people like, this is insane. Now, a well, then, but that's the eye test about their opponents. But I'm with you. I'm with yeah. You. And this is the last season we're gonna have to deal with that. Uh, it's you know playoff expanding and whatnot. But yeah, it's okay. gonna be interesting. Oh, uh, I love it. Love the old triple option getting it done and high division one football. Oh <laughs> man! All right, number twenty one ranked Tennessee beat Kentucky back and forth the game. Man, thirty three twenty seven. Balls take it. Um. Yeah, pretty exciting game there. Sweet baby Ray Davis didn't do what I thought he was going to do. I thought he was going to run for 200 yards. Um, I'm just trying to see how many he did have. Yeah, 42. Not going to cut it. I'm Not going to cut it. But yeah, pretty, pretty back and forth game. Um, I kind of thought Kentucky might have pulled this one out, but Joe Milton got it done. Yeah, it was a surprise. Both quarterbacks really showed up for this game. Um, we've been hating on Milton all year, and he, he wasn't super electric. But um, he was efficient, 18 and 21, 228, and a touchdown, um, no picks or anything. So, um, but he didn't need to do too much more than that because the team ran for 253 yards. Um, that kind of shows Kentucky's defense is, is not there. But um, Devin Leary showed up for Kentucky for the first time, feels like 372 yeah. yards, two, two touchdowns, zero picks. Um, that's encouraging from Kentucky side, but it's like, man, where has this been all year? Like, you're a little too late, but uh, Tennessee's a team just keeps squeaking by, man. They're six and two suddenly. Um, they got UConn, and then they got the two big games at Missouri, and then Georgia um, in, the, in the year with Vandy. So they could definitely lose and be eight and four at the end of the year, um, or they could be you know nine and three. Um, 
we'll have to see where that, where that goes. But um, good to see both quarterbacks show up. It's not what I was, not what I predicted. So bad, bad, bad beat there, Jake. <laughs> bad. I love the South. Bad West. boy. I thought that's what you're about to say. Bad, <laughs> bad boy, boy. Swig about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much else to add to that. Hey, listen, you know, I was, we talked about Devin Leary, you know, what the heck is wrong with him? We thought he's going to have a little bit better season this year. He actually looked decent this game. Well, I was watching some of it, I was like, okay, this, he actually looks solid. He was playing pretty well, but yeah, I mean, Tennessee's, I think we talk about Milton a lot and stuff, Tennessee's defense, particularly the, the D-line, that front seven, but really that D-line. Dude, they're stout. I mean, 16 carries for what 42 yards for Ray Davis. And you know, I mean, this one of the better running backs uh that, mm-hmm. that Tennessee's gonna face. And did it matter? So yeah, that I think that's a big reason why Tennessee is sitting at six and two right now. They relying on that defensive line to cause havoc in the backfield, contain the running game. And when you don't have an elite quarterback, Devin Leary, like we said, he had a decent game this uh this week, but just not enough. Um, so yeah, good win for Tennessee. Yeah, that did surprise me. I mean, he kept them in the game because <clears throat> for at first I'm like I was kind of with you guys like this could get ugly quick if if Kentucky can't score at all, especially with Davis not doing anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, actually played pretty decent, pretty decent. All right, let's breeze through these these next little ones because I know we got a lot to talk about with Clemson and Carolina. Um, next on the on the list, number twenty two ranked Tulane taking on Rice. Um, Rice cover I think it was a ten point spread give or take. Rice one thirty two twenty eight. You boys got anything on that one? Uh, Tulane one thirty twenty. I don't know if you said Rice one, but yeah, Tulane one thirty. Uh, Rice covered, but Tulane. Yeah, Rice covered. Yep. Um, dude, I, when we were picking this game, I was like back and forth about it. I just thought Tulane would still be the better team, and they were. They won, but um, with JT Daniels and Luke McCaffrey, I was like, oh, this Rice team is like a little sneaky little devil kind of style team. So, um, yeah, good, good for Rice to hang in there like that. Um, but yeah, Tulane, they're they're going to be the UCF in a way, seven and one, maybe end up. 10 and 2 or even 11 and 1 and just like they were last year probably one of the better power uh not power five group of five teams and stuff and yep. uh sitting there and get a really good bowl so good for Tulane doing that back to back does Tulane beat South Carolina mm, at this point probably yeah. that's probably the case never thought I'd, never thought I'd be there <laughs> Never thought it'd be such a depressing thought. Um, mm, I saw you know how we have those stickers that say beat whatever team we're playing. I saw them today. It was like beat. Eh. Well, never mind. Just yeah, yeah. it was just like it's like some. It was just said like yeah, yeah. Like, Come God, back twenty twenty four. Yeah, we'll we'll try it again. And, and I'm the most like positive. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't mean to make that about South Carolina person. in the middle of two lane rice. Yeah, uh, now I'm sad. No, oh, yeah, they they definitely kept it close. I picked rice. It was I followed my heart this week. My heart kind of. Did me well, and uh, I mean, obviously, you, you like to root for the upset sometimes, so I was kind of rooting for that, but kept it close. And Tulane, man, playing good football, you know, better than a lot of a lot of Power Five teams. So yeah, that's why they're ranked. And I'll, did Gavin pick Rice? He too? did. Yeah, I was about to say because I, if I was a kid, I'd be like, I like Rice. I never had Tulane. Yeah, because so. I give the mascot too. <laughs> yeah. go. He's like owls. Okay, yeah, oh. Rice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't raise him to be like a Somerville Greenway fan. Could pick the Green no, Bay. he looked the Greenway and like. Had just blank stare. He's like, "What is that? I don't understand." Give me the owls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who? Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> UCLA, Colorado. UCLA won twenty eight sixteen. They also won off the field. Well, I don't want to put it on UCLA. Might have not been their people, but Colorado has some jewelry stolen after oh, the yeah. game. 
I mean, did they really? If you if you look back, you hear about Angelo Ball was at UCLA. He stole some glasses from China, went to jail for a little bit. So <laughs> UCLA athletes have have some history. Oh my god! Had a conversation with somebody about that today. The dots. Jesus. Oh, big, yeah, man. I'm just. I look. I'm an investigative journalist. Good job, JC, on that one. Um, <laughs> I get myself pat on the back. So it could have been a UCLA student athlete, but with NIL, I'd say probably not. But anyway, big win for UCLA there, beating up on the old Buffaloes. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't quite yeah. cover, but um, that that defense. They, they no. got a good defense, and Colorado. The only thing they really can do is score some points some of the time. So. Um, they weren't able to do that against the CCLA defense. So yeah, solid win for them. I'm trying to Jacob. I don't, I don't the know only news take, that came out of them was that Prime said he was going to go pick some new offensive linemen. Which I'm like, hey man, if you want to come to South Carolina and do the same thing for us, not not be the coach. I like our coach, but if you want to like bring that blunt yeah, that energy to the team yeah. and say, hey, all you guys, we're going to go find some more, some different yeah. ones. <laughs> at this point, I am not opposed. Yeah, at all. I like it. Would just make every game. Into like some kind of South Carolina clip, like <laughs> every single game. Yeah, because again, I do. We're so broken. Normally, normally, normally after the game, like I, I watch the post game stuff. Haven't the last two weeks because I've just been depressed. Yeah, I didn't and then after week. I had so much, I had so much stuff to do. Again, have not thought about the game until right now. So every little conversation, I just have sadness leaking out. Well, of you know me. what they're I'm gonna say. You already know what Beamer's gonna say. It ain't gonna be nothing new. It's just gonna be the same coach speak every freaking time. I'm just like, all right, whatever, man. Like, yep. We're hurt, man. We're, We're hurt. He doesn't like making excuses, though. So I kind of get that because yeah. he normally is pretty upfront about things. But you can't just be like, "We're hurt" every week. I think he doesn't want to make excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, about this game, like uh, Colorado, this is what we <laughs> honestly. <laughs> uh, this is what we honestly thought Colorado would be kind of going into the year. Um, it, it looks like they don't have every part together. You know what I'm saying? Every part's not well oiled. Um, Sanders still threw for 200 yards, but uh, running for 25 yards is not going to cut it. That's the, as a team. Um, they ran for 25 yards. So they haven't been able to run the ball great all year. And like you said um, about the offensive lineman, they just need to go pick some new ones, which he damn sure will. And that's what the transfer portal is, right, Clint? And that's exactly what he intended to use it for. That's what he's going to do. Essentially, just draft new guys. And recruit, yeah. Um, Oh right. yeah, he's, he's recruiting top guys too. Yeah, right. And when he said that, he almost like in my mind, you know, said, "Okay, his son, his son is what? Is he a junior or a senior? He's a junior." Okay, because he basically said, "Yeah, my son's coming back." By saying that, in my mind, because um, some people Sh- have Shiloh's a senior, I believe. Okay, because I would imagine he would come back with his dad being there at Colorado, and he's talented enough to, but he's talented enough to go to the NFL. And I think he's. I don't want to say he's, he's not like a top recruit, but he's. You know. Dion said he's coming back. Yeah. But Shador's kind of been like, ah, eh, but. Yeah. I mean, hell, he probably made just as much in, at Colorado now. Um, right. So, but yeah, we'll see what he can do at the end of this year to kind of fix all the holes that Colorado's got. And we knew this would be a several year process. They've already exceeded their expectations in my mind. So, anyway. Yeah. No, I would definitely say they exceed mo- most people's expectations for sure. All right. 24th ranked team in the country, USC. Survived a scare big time. Had to come back and pull off a one point victory over Cal, fifty to forty nine. Um, Cal went for a two point one there at the end instead of kicking it to go to overtime. Try, try to win it. I don't blame him for, but Caleb Williams kind of came back a little bit, twenty three to forty. 
300 yards, 370 yards, two touchdowns. Marshawn Lloyd ran for over 100 yards. Offense looked pretty good, but the, the defense obviously is the talk of the town, as it is with a lot of these Pac-12 teams, maybe besides Oregon. Um, so yeah, I thought this was another one USC was gonna was gonna lose, man, and uh, I ended up pulling out at the end. Um, what would you guys do in that situation? I know it's obviously like you, you make the two point conversion, you, you know, you're, you're a genius. You don't do it. It's, it's an obvious. Hey, we should kick the field goal, but I don't really blame Cal at that point, right? Why go to overtime with this good of offense? Let's just try to end it right here. Hmm. Um, not a game I, I got to catch live, but what do you guys think of USC and Caleb Williams maybe coming back up to his his uh, potential? Aren't you supposed to do that when you're the away team, though? I mean, I know it can be done, obviously, away or home, but I feel like you're when you're you're the away team, you go for two. That's what they say. Try to, yeah. Try to, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of odd there. But, um, dude, this is just yet another week. You see a USC just kind of sneaks by, but it's just like it ain't promising, and it ain't going to make anybody. I don't think the committee is looking at this and be like, okay, well, you did it again. Like, you, you dominated Cal or anything because you, you won by one point. Like, this hurts them when it comes about. If they somehow beat Washington, if they somehow beat uh, Oregon or whoever the le- they got left on their schedule, I think they got both of them left on their schedule. Um, those they would got be both. two. Yeah, they, they would be, and they got UCLA. If they win those three games, it's a hell of a three win stretch, but like they've struggled the way, the whole way to get here. Um, and if you're sitting there at 11 and two or no, 10 and two, and then you go, you got to play another game. In the Pac-12 championship, if you win that, I, that I guess you'd have to put UC, USC in. But like, I mean, I know there's going to be like a freaking two-loss Bama there, or like a you know something like that when it comes to getting into the playoff. So I don't know how they're really going to get in, even by sneaking by this Cal team. But um, I, and I think Caleb Williams is I want to say out of the Heisman race, but I mean he's way uh, down at plus. They would have to. Now. They would have to do everything you just said. They would have to beat all. Of, they would have to finish the year undefeated for him. I think yeah. to get back in it. And that would yeah. that would that'd be the only case. Yep. So who knows? USC's lucky that, that Cal has zero defense. That's it. That they they are that lucky. Like I think literally Cal's defense ranks yeah. like 120th in the nation. Like it's it's bad. Um, and they won by one point. That's how ridiculously bad this USC defense is. And we've talked, you know, we talked about it. Now we've talked about it this whole year. Uh, it's one thing mm-hmm. to. You know, have an off week, you know, something like the the Penn State game. Maybe that was just an off week against Indiana. But it's nothing entirely to just continually show this trend. Even if you're winning, they looked, I mean, just there is no defense. Um, yeah, like we, we mentioned, they still play Washington and Oregon. I literally, my worry level for those two teams playing against USC is at a one out of 10. It's one out of 10. I'm not worried at all <laughs> because it, they're just, they have no defense. Both those teams who already score really well are going to just, it's going to be like drinking water. Like it, they're going to score so easily on this USC defense. And it, USC has shown when they play a decent defense, they don't, they, they kind of look silly, uh, you know, yep. AKA that Notre Dame game and things like that. So yeah, I've, I, it's just odd when I came into this year thinking that, I thought USC was going to look like what Texas was like this year. I thought they were going to make that step forward, kind of fix their holes, get that defense under control, and actually, like you know, kind of beat back, quote unquote. And it's not the case. Um, so not at all. Yeah, I mean, good luck to them. I'm not saying it's impossible for them to beat one of those two teams, you know, uh, Washington or Oregon, but I'm not worried. 
Like I, this team is just not ready to make that next step. Uphill battle for sure. Yeah. All right, last top twenty-five game, and we'll get into the uh, teams we really want to talk about. <laughs> James Madison, right number twenty-five. Um, good for them, man. They're still undefeated. Beat Old Dominion thirty to seventeen. I'm sorry, thirty to twenty-seven. They're up thirty seventeen. Old Dominion scored a couple touchdowns or a touchdown field goal there at the end um, to make it seem a little bit closer than it was. But yeah, still still undefeated. Old James Madison Duke. So I uh, forgot what the spread was. I think it was like ten points. Uh, twenty. Old Dominion was plus twenty. Oh, twenty. There you go. Um, and I think Jacob, Jacob, you brought it up saying Old Dominion's not you know, not necessarily a bad team. Pulled some ups in the past. Thing they beat up on Virginia Tech a few years back. So. Yep. Not a not a terrible team. Yeah. Um oh. I kinda briefly just to say this, I think if Air Force and James Madison both finish the year undefeated, this will be like the national championship. You have each <laughs> Yeah, you did. But <laughs> hey, good point. For both of us. I'll give us both the battle. Yeah, good, good yeah. point both hey, of us. Yeah. Hey. Chuck and Rona. Shout out both of you guys. I should have hit that. Be a hell button, game. But... Yeah, that I mean, if they have a Shoot, they they both could be in a really good New Year's New Year's Six Bowl. That'd be fun to watch. Yep. We'll see. Actually, yeah, that if they two didn't play each other, James Madison Air Force National Championship. Yeah, it sounds like some video games though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old but old I'm there. Martian. We're gonna yeah, we should go actually wherever that game would be at because I jump. definitely won't be going to a soccer bowl game. All right, speaking of <laughs> speaking. Uh, South Carolina A and M. Uh, what was the f- final spread on that? Fourteen and a half A and M's way. I believe. I think so. Uh, I think seventeen is what it that's says. That's what the final one. We when we were when we did our prediction, it was at fourteen and a half. I believe okay. the only good thing South Carolina did was cover. Um, honestly, man, what what sucked the most is the fact that we held them to one touchdown in the first. First quarter and second quarter until about five minutes left. And then we let them score two touchdowns there at the end. We just stopped playing defense. So we were down 21-7 going to the half. Should have been 14-7. Honestly, should probably should have been tied. Um, some things did happen that we've been wanting to talk about. I think Harbor finally getting enough playing time, getting the playbook. He was our our most heavily targeted player. Xavier Leggett did play, but obviously you could tell he wasn't healthy. Um, one, just the way he was running around or lack thereof, and two, some crucial drops, which is unlike him. Um, I will say shout out to Harbor for dropping that that one early, which hurt because it was a big third down play. We should have converted, dropped it, and he came back and and made some big plays. But I mean, when when Spencer's running around all day, man, it's tough. And then when you have some more injuries going out and on the offensive line, and then DQ Smith, one of our better defensive players, they call him for some BS targeting. Um, which I I think they're they were trying to protest it after which i don't know what that's going to do unless it's the they're still not out the first half right it should just be out of that game i think i don't i don't um, remember unless it happened yeah. late. um but look when you run for 33 yards as a team you're not going to win many games you know um unless you just have a absolutely prolific high power offense that we talked about today with air force you know throwing 30 something yards but they they run a triple option and they do it quite well so just just disappointing man um Disappointing. I guess Jimbo's going to keep his job. Uh, but whatever the case may be, man, I don't know if they were coasting or what, but again, for the second week in a row, the only positive I can find is that the defense in the second half is playing pretty decent. We give up nine points in the second half. I, gave, I think we gave up 10 to Missouri in the second half last week, but Spencer's running for his life. 
So it's uh, pretty tough to watch, to be honest. Yeah, quickly, off of Spencer running for his life, he has 70 carries for 72 yards this year. I'm surprised it was positive. Because every single <laughs> box score I see, well, yeah, because he's it's had like some, negative he's, he's actually been he's actually been oh, you know, busting some big runs here recently. Yeah. Well, so okay, my bad. I, I guess yeah, take the sacks into account because really, and Mario Anderson ran for seventy two yards, so it it doesn't look that if you count the stats, yeah, because Spencer sacked for negative forty two yards. So if we're just yeah. looking at actual running game, the running game wasn't terrible. Anderson looked good, man. That little bowling right. ball he is, I love him. Mm. But. Yeah, I mean. New week, same story, right? Just same mm-hmm. old bull crap. Listen, uh, let me let me highlight one cool thing. So you mentioned the Harbor drop in the beginning of the game. Obviously, young guy, super talented. You could tell he was upset about it. He dropped the ball. Definitely would have been a first down. We needed it. He dropped it. Goes to the sideline. He's hanging his head. Dude, Spencer's one of the first ones coming over to him, smacking him in the helmet. Hey, you're fine. I'm coming right back to you all night. Like, you're going to be fine. And that, I think that says a lot about Spencer. I know I talked about Spencer's character this year. Um, yeah, That's just another example, man. And listen, if Spencer, if we were going to a bowl game, I would not blame him for one second if he opted out and was just getting ready for the draft. Like, I, I seriously, because I, he's been the... He won't, because they, they, they talked about it last year, and he was like, no, nah, I'm going to play with my team. No, and I listen, I respect that too, but I wouldn't awesome. blame him at all. Yeah. if he Because he's literally right. what's keeping us somewhat together right now if you can even say that um yeah. now i will say dude he, if he throws another intentional grounding i'm gonna lose my mind uh because he just kept doing them this uh, i get it he was under pressure a lot but i mean figure it out like roll out i don't care what he's you gotta pro- do he's probably, he's probably just tired of getting hit but yeah when when it's a spot of the foul penalty it's the same as you getting set and he, and he like, kept doing it i was like i get it if it happens it happens but don't keep doing it like figure the, something out the problem is one of the times they said he was inside the tackle box the problem was our tackle was very much inside said box like, <laughs> he got pushed so far and i'm like come on we should go with where our tackle is at yeah. currently because tackle was to the right of spencer i was like Guys, this is <laughs> that's true. He he's outside of his tackle. But Clint, to your point, real quick, right before Spencer got there, I saw Beamer going over there. But then they cut away from him. So I thought Beamer was going to go hammer him. And then not till later did they actually show Beamer going over there as well yeah. to talk to him. But yeah, dude, I agree. If I'm Spencer, man, you know you're you're already running for your life, even in the game. Big third down, momentum killer. Mm. And for you to still go to him, a young guy, and do that, and keep going to him, it says a, it it does say a lot, man. And and obviously. He wasn't just doing it for show. The man literally targeted him heavily the rest of the game. And he balled out. He had a lot of... I mean, the very nice catch he had was like a... I don't I remember. It was actually a diving catch, but it was a really tough catch that Harbor made. It yeah. was like, okay, like, look how look how it could change the narrative. You just go ahead and pick up your your young guys. And this this is... No, Spencer didn't have to do that at all. Like, this, he has nothing left nope. out of this season, out of college football. This is it for him. And he still was like, yeah. you know, let me go pick up this, this young guy that's, you know, going to be a superstar one day. So good on him. That that's about it as far as positives. The rest of this is just I mean, yep. we're so broken. I know we keep saying that, but uh I mean it's it's comical. So much so that every single like announcer that I was listening to, to talk about the game either during the game or afterwards, they all are like, it is a decimated team. So um yeah. it's just just one of those years, man. We'll just suffer through it and just kind of lick our wounds in the offseason. But yeah, good win for Texas A and M. I mean they're sitting at five and three right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know they, who they have left. I have to look it up real quick. But uh, Max Johnson, I mean, I thought with him being a quarterback, I thought we had a chance this game. Um, 
especially early on, yeah. you're getting pressure. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, here we go. We're playing pretty, their boys are ready to play on defense. Yeah. But most of the time, our defense early it on, just looks like they don't even know where to be. Like it, There's just gaping holes in the secondary most of the time and a guy like Max Johnson yep. is able to take advantage of it and you're like, how? Like how it, I don't I don't understand that. I think we're playing uh, with eight guys. I think that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. So we don't that's get a, where, too many men on the field penalty. Yeah. I yeah, think that's, that's, that's where I look at Beamer to like make a decision real fast there about the defense coordinator. Yeah. Like right as all season comes, like, all right boys, you gotta you gotta leave. We gotta find somebody else and and kind of get that defense fixed up. Mm-hmm. Um but you were talking about AM. They're they're at Ole Miss next week, then they're home to Mississippi State, home to Abilene Christian, and they're at LSU. So they could definitely lose two more games mm-hmm. and be, you know, seven and five. And does Jimbo stay another mediocre year like that? Like I don't know, man. Bush is gonna be talking. Oh, they're already talking. So I mean this is another year. Like you can get away with three, maybe four years. You know, with like a mediocre like five hundred in the SEC and stuff, but after six years like that, like oof, my dad brought the same stat you did. He was like, "I saw Kevin Sutherland's got like the most, the same wins, if not more than Jimbo in this." Round. I was like, yeah, "He's got more." You than are Jimbo. correct. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, dude, there's not a whole lot to say about this game okay. because I mean, it, it is. I'm about to get in with Clemson. It's just been a a year. Um, I will say this though, you know, your two wins have been at home. I mean, I played three games at home so far this year, and y'all finished the last four at home. So that was your last away game. I want to say we ain't played that many home games. No, no you haven't. So that's that's hopefully good for y'all to get healthy, and y'all could just stay in Columbia and get healthy. <laughs> um, so because your away games have been North Carolina, a ranked team, uh, at Georgia, obviously ranked, at Tennessee, ranked at the time. Uh, y'all had Florida at home. Y'all lost. We always saw that. And then at Missouri, this was actually your first away game that was not technically at a ranked team, um, which is wild. There's and only know- two teams that have played four games with ranked opponents, and it's us and Notre Dame. And that might have just been currently an AP poll when they had the game Saturday. Yeah, that, that's wild. We knew that your schedule was terrible um, or, or crazy hard, what I mean by terrible there. Um, oh, it's terrible. Going into it. so. Um, and because of that, because that's kind of why I preface this, I, I saw this stat, but it, it makes total sense. It's not, this is not on Rattler. This is on the team. And it kind of is on Rattler because he, he, he makes some dumb decisions here and there, but most of the time he plays pretty good. But um, at home this year, 85% complete completion percentage, 315 yards passing, 10 touchdowns, one pick. Um, away, 62%, uh, 234 yards, two touchdowns, four picks. I mean, Rattler and your whole team looks different on the road than it does at home. Um, we we talked about Florida with that, and they came in beach all. So this team's just decimated. They need a new defensive coordinator. Um, I need a lot of honestly. Things, I don't even. So. I'll be honest, man. And I'm not saying that that we shouldn't put any blame on Clayton White, but I don't think it matters. I don't think you. I don't think he's gonna fire him. I really don't. We're so. It's it's not like dude. We if you we have good athletes and they're young like. Even Worry is a is a true sophomore. He came he we had injuries last year. That's why he played as a true freshman and balled out like first game of the year. You look at our our second best player in the secondary is probably Jalen Kilgore, who is a true freshman, outside of like Spalding and Marcellus Dial or not yeah, whenever they're not hurt. Um but there but there's no depth. There's nobody behind him. We have no depth at linebackers. Stone Blanton and it was DQ Smith, whatever, playing linebacker every single snap. There's no one so 
I don't think it's much of a scheme as it is. I'm not saying that's not part of it. Obviously, there was we took go to the Florida game, some some bad scheme calls at the end. I get that, but it's just a, right now it's just a depth issue. We just don't have the guys to come in and make any plays behind them. And you expect these guys to play, you know, 75, 80 plays on defense, man. You got to get let them get off the field a little bit. And especially and that's the other thing the offensive line hurts is that we're getting three and outs pretty quick. Um, defense right back on the field, and and, and our you know intentional groundings are stopping the clock and leaving our defense out there for even longer. It's just a hamster wheel of just pain. It's just like and everything <laughs> obviously contributes to the other, man. It's like, and I feel like Kai Kroger has like half a foot this year. Can't punt the ball really safe. Dude, what is up with that? How did, how was he bananas last year? he's punting with his, I think he's punting with like his opposite. Leg, it looks like it. To prove a point. Like he was dropping nukes last year inside the five bro. regularly. And this year, He's like shanking seventy five percent of his punts. It's like barely going over midfield, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know, okay, man. Just throw what a pick a and let throw a pick, yeah. and just like throw a pick down the field. Like, <laughs> yeah, to be farther. Throw a hail mary. Point, yeah. Like, the, yeah. throw a hail mary. Tell the receiver to keep running and just like throw it twenty yards short and let them catch <laughs> it, and then just send the other receiver straight. Yeah, to ignore him the touchdown. And yeah, just, the punt. just give him the pick. Sorry, Spencer, your stats are gonna be fucked. Yeah. But this is the only way we can get field position. We'll tell the NFL we 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 drew it up that way. So yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We'll turn in all our game plans, all our signals, all the Michigan coaches. This is what we did. <laughs> well, at least we're not the only shit team in South Carolina. Let's hear it, Jacob. That's right. That's right. We actually have another one, and it rhymes with. <laughs> Don't Flemster. be excited about that. <laughs> I am, dude, and it's not. It's honestly, it's not like a personal shot. It's just the fact that. One, it's hurt people, hurt people. Two, when you have people suffering together, it's like fear bonding, kind of, you know? You you get close to people when things are going a little haywire, mm. right? So we're all just bonding. We're all just, we're all just in, you know, in each other's tears and all. Like, we're just without getting weird. This is just, definitely getting weird. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in each other's homo. tears. We're just in each other's <laughs> just, just deep in tears, all of us each together. Each other's tear ducts. <laughs> 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 Just what is it, my coffee, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, tears. All right, yeah. I, and again, I'll say it. Like I said earlier, I re- I was not joking. When I was like, I would love to turn into watch this game on the CW, but uh, couldn't find it. Couldn't get it. Couldn't couldn't even get the channel. So I don't know. I don't know how many. I don't know how all eleven people watch the game, besides <laughs> the people in the stands. But <laughs> kind of crazy. But anyway, yeah. Jacob, the floor is yours. Dabo Sweeney is yours. Teddy Klubnik is yours. Fumbles are yours. <laughs> His tear ducts are yours, too. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Get up in there. No, uh, you talking about not finding the CW. I couldn't. I don't even think Dabo knew that was a network. Um, our fans that showed up to the stadium, I think, left by halftime anyway, so I don't think it really mattered if you were watching wow. it or you were actually at the game. Wow. Um, that's that's how a lot of fans and a lot of Clemson um Fans feel honestly. It, it, it's really sad, honestly. Um, a lot of honesty. Honesty here. Uh, Clemson's four and four after losing this week. Um, from the years twenty eighteen to twenty twenty, um, Clemson lost. Hold on, I'm sorry. What's the stat? Yeah, from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty, Clemson lost a total of three games. Um, in the past three years, they lost ten. Um, and it seems like. I don't want to say this is, I mean, it is all on Dabo, but it seems like Dabo just kind of, we'll get him next week. Like you said, coach speak. And 
I think after this game, it finally hit him a little bit. Like, okay, wow, this is something's really wrong. But um, even then, we're starting to get with the injury bug too. Um, we, we've had Antonio Williams out. We've had certain people out. Um, and did y'all see the the replay for Will Shipley? How he got hit and like his neck bended forward, mm-hmm. and he looked like he died immediately. <laughs> like he just flat out like a who who was it? Shipley. Will Shipley. Oh, that's why he was out. No, I did not see it. I didn't see the play. Yeah, he was it was from like the twelve yard line, ran a little sweep out to the right side and got right down low to the goal line, about to score. And it wasn't um the NC State defender's fault by any means. It was just trying to you see a guy coming low, you know, you're gonna you're gonna go low as well, especially right at that goal line. Um, so that guy should never feel bad. And honestly, Clemson fans shouldn't hate on him because the way that Cade kind of, or not Cade, um, Shipley fell backwards and stuff, his like back hit the ground and his head would have landed right on like the goal line. And the dude just sent Shipley's head forward and he immediately just like looked like he passed out almost. Um, hadn't heard really any updates on him. Um, and Dabo didn't say any, he said that he hadn't heard how he was doing in, in the post game either. So um, I don't know what to say much more about that, but. We're losing with injuries, but yet this is another one-loss game. Um, doesn't make it any better saying that. We could have lost by 30, and it still hurts. Um, but this is our third one-loss game. The one, Come on, the, one, score? A, one score? Yeah, one score. I'm sorry. Um, one loss. Yeah, one score. Yeah, uh, each of them games. are only one loss. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's that's right. how it feels, man. <laughs> right. We lost six games. All right, we actually have my bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. You guys <laughs> have lost eight games. <laughs> Yeah. Damn it! Uh, uh, I was like six is a lot. Here we are. Feels like a Wait, we're, we're both we're all we're both eligible, right? Yeah, the wrong way. And we're just helping other teams become um, eligible. But like the thing is Facts. too, and I think y'all have even noticed is we've had like crazy bad luck when it comes to the red zone and just we're fumbling the ball left and right. We've still got a damn good defense. Like NC State still should not have scored twenty four points on us. I get I get that in a way. Um, but it's not like we give up 40 points. And in fact, they only had 202 total yards. And you know, they got 122 yards on two plays. Um, the 175 yard, 72 yard touchdown. The <laughs> um, they had that one breakdown, the 72 yard touchdown. And then we had another 50 yard rush by the same guy, the same receiver, which got an awesome name, Kevin Concepcion. Oh, awesome I did name. see, I Excellent did see how that guy. Yep. Um, oh, no, I, I could pronounce it because that's all I heard <laughs> in the highlights, at least. Encarnacion. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, and Devo said that in the post game is like, that's just back to like the 2011 season where it's just like everything was just going wrong. We lost five games by one score and it's, it's turning right around and happening this year. Um, so, I mean, it's just not a whole, whole much more to say than that. Hey, I want to I want to pose a question to you that I <clears throat> somebody I, I don't take credit for this somebody else posed it to I don't know Reddit Instagram whatever saying that Dabo keeps saying that you guys are you know one play away or like I said four no, plays away from that's one not right true. how many times can he say that and like the team just thinks that they're like like you guys are obviously more than four plays away from being under yeah obviously <clears throat> but somebody was like he keeps saying that like how is it gonna like, what does it do for the mental of the team? Like, you know, I don't know. I, and I don't think a lot of stock into it. I just saw it and I was like, oh, it's probably a good question. Like, yeah, I don't. People outside people from Clemson have been saying, like, where's Dabo's self awareness for years? He, he'll that, just that's say why I whatever. can't stand his post game stuff, bro. Yeah. 
it's that's just what everybody's like, been saying. His post game, his self awareness is just not there about this and other topics and stuff. And it seems like that when he's evaluating his own team a lot of times, because um, he's just like, oh, well, on to the next week in a way. And it's all on me, but just on to the next week. And honestly, I mean, after saying that and saying that, this is weird to say because obviously Kate Klubnik is probably our best chance to win in a way. But as a Clemson fan, especially if we get trounced by Notre Dame, which I feel like we will next week, um, I mean, we, we have Georgia Tech, North Carolina, South Carolina. None of those are going to be easy games for us at this point. But So we're going to stick with Cade, but it's like Cade has cost us so many games. I mean, he kind of cost us this game. It was a, it was a kind of a deflected pass that got taken back for a pick six, but he threw two picks in this game. He's a turnover machine. Like, dude, I feel like that, should... did you see that screenplay where they jumped it? There were two guys jumped the screen, like literally were facing Cade with the wide behind their back. He jumped it. He still looked at him and tried to throw it like over, over. them. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, when you're looking at how why make, would you ever throw that decision ball? Like, making? Literally two guys were just like, like they were yeah. running like a three, two zone in basketball. Hands yeah. up, like, and he tries to throw it over them. It gets tipped. Luckily, doesn't get picked off, but probably should have. Yeah, and you see I so was, many. That first, that first pick six, though, I wouldn't put on him. That was a deflection at the ball. line. Yeah. It went right to the, de- the linebacker. Like, that's a. Right, but that's, but, that's what we've been saying all year. It's like, well, it was, I mean, the, the Florida State, the big play in that game, it wasn't really on K because he got hit from behind, but it's like that, that whole, this whole year, that kind of shit's been happening. It's just like. Cade's obviously our, it's just like Spitzer or Rattler. Y'all aren't going to sit him. He's your way to win the rest of the year. You're not going to put in um, Lenore Sellers just just to try to get some. You know, we're not going to do that with. We're going to keep Cade in there and try to win these last four games. But it's like you almost want to see what you what else you have because he just turns it over so much. And I feel like Dabo should be recognizing that and maybe making a little bit of a switch. But there's just so much other shit that we just aren't doing well either. And we had some injuries and stuff. It's just not not a good spot to be in. So. But you're paying, buddy. we're at four and four. It's not where we wanted to be, but now we have a new focus. At least me as a Clemson fan have a new focus for this year, which is what we've played you're a at lot 500. Of, you're zero zero. Well, yeah, want to be above 500, but like the Notre, Notre Dame game could go whatever way, whatever. I'm not even lo- worried about that. Honestly, I'm worried about regional dominance because we finished the year Georgia Tech, North Carolina, South Carolina. You say That's kind of cool. Yeah, regional. But I what did. do you mean regional? Because the whole conference is regional. <laughs> the ACC is the Atlantic Coast. You got the your own South Atlantic Carolina, Coast. North Carolina dominant. Like we lost to Duke, of course, um, but we uh, we lost to North Carolina. So North Carolina is not or North Carolina State. I want to beat North Carolina. Um, so you're beat, one and two. We beat if Wake, you beat North Carolina. Um, do they count? We beat Charleston Southern. They don't count. But like that, I'm saying, that, local that teams don't count. Holy, that's that, what I'm saying. We are that low that I'm counting fucking Charleston Southern. This is a regional thing right, now. Well, then we get a win over We're Charleston Southern too. We're back to 20, 2005 now. This shit, this shit right here. So we, I want to trounce Georgia Tech. I want to beat North Carolina. I want to fuck y'all up. You're there not going to trounce Georgia Tech. Are you kidding me? Georgia we Tech's probably can't score twenty points against that defense because we're gonna freaking and Georgia Tech's gonna drop fifty bomb on you. Haynes <laughs> King is gonna go crazy. Dude, we're going to have leftover butterfingers from Halloween at? for that game. I love I just like a, we're talking about at? regional dominance and also bring up CSU. <laughs> Hell yeah, fuck, it, we fucked them up. That's how bad it's gotten. It's tough. That's tough. We haven't even, have we even played in, who did we beat? We beat Furman? Yeah. Yeah, they're, actually, yeah. they're ranked. You they're fucked ranked. up Furman. And they're ranked. Your backup quarterback came in and fucked them up. Dude, I think they're ranked still. And then the fuck FCS, so Charleston Southern is yeah. not. You talking about regional dominance? What are you talking yeah. about? So how me, about this? Y'all how lost about this? North let's, Carolina. Let's just let's just uh, 
in-state rival. How about that? Clemson, Carolina, I think we played at the end of the year. We'll just make that thing. So he's better. I mean, yeah, but y'all lost to every local team. Georgia, I North Carolina. I don't care if we go four, one and 11 and we beat y'all. I at least have something to stand on. Dude, because that, I that's what I'm saying. Because I have a year this, to talk shit. This Carolina-Clemson game, I, I was already looking forward to it because y'all beat us last year by one it's point. It's going to be at 3 a.m. on the CW. <laughs> Dude, I know. God. But I'm so looking forward to it because now we're both trash. And like I said, this is all I got left to hang on to. I'm so looking forward to this. More than previous years. And I can buy more snacks because the tickets will be cheap. There you go. Dude, oh, yeah. Keep bringing the ticket prices down. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll just bump up the, the prices of the snacks. School gets their money. $12 for a pretzel? <laughs> $4 for salt? It's dry. It was actually cooked three games ago. Just there wasn't a fan to eat it all. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I will, no, I will say that, yeah. that's one thing I will. I, I love being a South Carolina fan because I do think our fans are like delusional. And so we stay loyal and like rowdy regardless of how yep. good we are. Yeah. Exhibit A really. Yeah. Um, yeah, me, yeah. So that's one thing I'm like that does kind of like just ease the pain. But yeah, dude, uh, I, I know you said bad luck, but there has to be something other than luck that's going on with these y'all's turnovers. It was bad luck. Oh, it was yeah. bad luck in the first game. You talk about the turnovers? After that. Yeah. Then it turns Something's into like, happening. this is a trend. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's what I say. Maybe look at changing Kate Klubnik a little bit. I know he's talented. I know he's got, he's shown flashes, but it seems like every game he's got at least two turnovers. Mm. Like, they both fumbled a little in, bit on picks. Yeah. Yep. They did throw to Brinning so a lot, which I thought was good. Yeah. It took him half the year to get to that, yeah. but Kate threw 50 times this game. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, who, who is y'all's number two? Do you know? Like who's the uh like is he any it's not that Vizinio guy that he's oh what's his he dude? transferred out. Yeah, he transferred out. Um I think it's I'll more of a case as like do you even have Hunter Helms. Um oh, okay. But y'all got he's a junior, he's been there. there. Right. I'm saying like I know you say you stick with Cade. I think you don't even have an option. Like I think it's like live yeah. and die with Cade, at least this year. Um I sure. Sure. Which is tough. Like I feel for you, man. Uh, every game, and like, I, I feel it through your texts, like pre-game. Like you're just prepping yourself, <laughs> dude. Every time, you're like, "Oh my god, how is it possible?" Every freaking game. Um, yep. Did y'all kick field goals? Hey, let's let's find some. They nope. made. They did make one. I saw. They missed one. Uh, too. I saw the highlight. Hey, it barely 50, went 50, ahead. 50, right. I will take it. We'll take it. Yeah. 50, 50. Yeah, the yeah, one we made was from like twenty Missouri, some yards, not, not even thirty yards, and it went in by this one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one I'm talking about. I was like, yep. oh man. Well, there's one. There's one thing uh, we have going for us, and that's uh, we play a new game next week, and we're actually going to win. Hopefully, for Jacksonville State, who is also the Gamecocks. So, battle the Cox. We will prevail. Oof. That um, if we lose that one, holy shit. <laughs> If we lose that one, I, I'm I, legit worried I we even, lose. I, I don't think we lose that legs. one. I do. I am worried. Like one of the the two that we we we'll think be we're gonna, we're gonna beat, that we actually end up losing. No, nah, we gotta. I, I'm just worried. Like it's it's which forget about could it. happen with Clemson. You know, we've we could turn around somehow or another beat Notre Dame because we got him at home. Yeah, like that's true. Wouldn't that be the story the, of the season? What what time do they say it started? Noon or three? I think noon, right? Um, I got you right here. I think it's a noon kick. Uh, noon, yep, on ABC. You would find it. Not CW. Noon too. Notre Dame is the three-point favorite right now. 
going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's Monday, but Tuesday's tomorrow. Okay, mm-hmm. today when this comes out. But all right, boys. Well, we'll uh we'll meet again on uh on Thursday. We'll do our picks. See who's winning. We got a, we got a new leader in the clubhouse for uh for our spread picks. So we'll we'll announce that. Um, much to my chagrin. But you uh you know sometimes you just gotta take it take it in chops. And Titans gotta fall sometime. That's, That's true. true. Well, I'll sacrifice me winning for Carolina winning, but right now it looks like this loss is. I'm about to say it looks like you're just taking L's left and right. Fat L's. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. dude, I'm just fat L's <laughs> everywhere in life right now. <laughs> Uh, all right, boys. I'll uh, I'll see y'all next time. See you, buddy. Later.